I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance's Blast podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots! This is episode number 15 of the top 40 episodes, and in a wild coincidence, this episode actually came out exactly five years ago today. So, how funny is that, that it ended up in the countdown on the exact day that it came out? This is with Eric Lampere, a great friend of mine, a hilarious comedian, and just an incredible human, and it's... A really deep conversation. I really enjoyed talking to him. We have some laughs. We have some shares. He's a great guy. Uh, He's been all over the map since this conversation, quite literally. I think he went and was like a cowboy in Idaho for a while. And now he's riding his motorcycle across the country. Just when you think of the word free spirit, he's that and also so fucking quick and hilarious and unique his comedy is so one of a kind and I guess it's just funny to me in that I it's so funny because I guess I'm kind of a free spirit too which is a juxtaposition with how neurotic I am it's like how do these things go together but for some reason my mind would be like there's no way someone who is this way on stage could possibly be such a you know a wanderer but it's like oh well I also maybe have that effect so what the fuck am I talking about and also what the fuck am I talking about at all you guys are like get to the point this was just a nice deep conversation about the art of letting go uh Eric and I both have some childhood abandonment wounds and we had bonded over it at some point and then I was on his podcast talking about mine and I was like well you gotta fucking come on my podcast because a people just need to know you but also I thought it was a great conversation topic and a really interesting outlook for people you know uh learning to let go of their own things so I'm shutting the fuck up here it is you're gonna love it it's a bit of a long one and it's worth every second so please enjoy Eric Lampere and the art of letting go I love I love that we met in, in Johannesburg. You know, like one thing that I really enjoy about uh, getting older is reflecting back on where people started in my reality. Right? Yeah. So like, oh, I love that. So we're like, with Eric Lampere, you guys. I started. Oh, so we've like, already started. Yeah, yeah. I, well, just... I turned it on because I was like, "Fuck it, we're having such a good conversation." <laughs> so, anyways, we're, we're balls deep already. Yes. Um, to, to think that we've only known each other for like two years. Two, two yeah. Years, and really, we know each other but from afar, like because we've only really bonded. Once properly, yeah, which was in South Africa, yeah, in Johannesburg. Um, God, I don't know why I did, I did a weird accent. Johannesburg, you, it's like you, we all tried to do um, the South African, but you just can't quite. See African, yeah, African, see African. But yeah, we we bonded over there, and it's really what's really nice is you know we could know each other for another 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Wow, right? oh, I can't believe you think I'm going to live that long. Hilarious. Well, you know, <laughs> you're smaller, so it's a lot easier to like miss you if like someone shoots at you. That's you're true. You're a smaller target, actually. Yeah. You're, oh, you're... yeah. You must be terrified. Oh, there's so much cause. You have so much limbs out there. Going like... around. Seriously, the limbs mean that I bump into things or not. Oh God. Um, what for, a nightmare. Uh, and you yeah. can't like hide from people. 
It's a lot you harder. trying to avoid someone? What a nightmare. Me? But I'm quite skinny, so I can hide in That's true. The you just like turn sideways. Yeah, I just turn sideways, and like, the wind sort of camouflages me. That's beautiful. <laughs> you have the body that every woman in LA wants. I, right. And I tell you what, oh my God, I've got such a beautiful body. <laughs> you know, like if I was to. Um, because th- I really would love to do some like sort of drag queen act. I lo- you I lo- should. I love wearing women's clothes, and when I put makeup on and stuff, and I you have the face and the body. I have my mum's body, so cause my dad's a jockey, right? I don't know if I. Oh, told that's you this. right. I have your dad's body. <laughs> that's how, he that's might be my off. dad. Has he donated sperm in Beverly Hills in the late eighties to early nineties? He's not donated it, but he's it's spread around. You know, <laughs> he's like been around after a hotel room. If you put a dark light and you know, like, <laughs> it's so brothers crazy. and sisters everywhere. I have a one. I have one memory. Um, <laughs> which, which, uh, when because we traveled around a lot, yeah. And one day I remember sleeping on the floor, and my mum and dad were in a bed. And one day I woke up, I couldn't sleep very well. I went, Guys, can you stop breathing so loudly? <laughs> oh, and no. it's only now, as so you're adult, like, Oh, they, well, they, they were fucking, and yeah. I was just on the floor, like, <laughs> like, which is in is it bad? I don't know, because it's like. Because, you know, they're my parents. They love each other. That's nice right? in that, that moment. Nice. And it's not like they were like, yeah, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you dirty no, slut. It's more like, like they were being quite subtle. And I, I've had sex in a room where, where there's, other, there's people. other people. Yeah, like, me I've too. Done, I've done it a couple of times. There's no shame in that. Yeah, um, I was. I lived well, in a dorm. A shame, maybe a little bit of a shame. But that's sort of what makes it great, you know? Right. It's, ooh, it's a sneaky thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that, I don't reflect back on that memory and go, Oh, you know, they really poisoned me here. That was yeah, like this is why I'm a comedian. It this was one like, moment. Oh, oh, they did that. That was kind of uh, gross, guys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh. I was right there. What <laughs> if I'd seen your genitals? Bah, the uh, shame. Oh, I've seen their genitals loads. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm being French and stuff like that. I think. Oh, yeah, that's the French side. Are British people pr- prudy? Uh, Not that you're British, but you live in the UK. My dad isn't. My dad isn't. So is like, he British? The, yeah, my dad's British. My mum's French. Your mom's French. Okay. Um. And I, we grew up in a sort of quite comfortable household with our bodies and stuff. I, I took baths with my dad and my mum and stuff. Oh, like, I think I used I to like do 20. that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that wrong? Is that bad? I mean, you know, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, when now I was I'm just kid, like, why did my parents care about me? When I was a, when I was a small, small child. A little child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I did for a little while, but mostly it was just like... Every once in a while when my mom was drunk, I'm pretty sure she just like clambered into the bathtub with me and was like, we're right. taking a bath. But what right. can you that's do? Right, nothing, there's nothing wrong. I think that's actually no. quite healthy. It's normal. In, uh, healthy. Well, you shouldn't feel weird about naked bodies. No. It's very strange. Our culture is I, very strange with it. Yeah, I, 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 for the last few years I've been sleeping, I've been going to bed with pajamas and I went, wait a minute, why am I wearing pajamas? I used to sleep naked all the time. Yeah. And I've just, I've started, sleep, I've started sleeping naked again. Oh my god! In other people's beds, though, you know, like so. Yes, yeah, so you're I'll like a big. In, I'll break into someone's house. I'll go in. And I'll be yeah. like, I don't need pajamas for this. Oh my god! No, but no, seriously, I, in my own bed, fully nude. For, I mean, no. Sometimes I am like, why am I? I'm alone in my bed. Why am I putting on? Give me one second. Hi, I'm sorry, you guys. I paused it because my own fridge was beeping. And if you were hearing that in the background, probably not. These are pretty... It was like a beeping in the distance. Mics. It felt like a truck was reversing. Just so it forever. Was di- it was <laughs> distant enough, but yeah, it was forever. Tr- there was a moment reverse. where I was like, is this only in my head? We were trapped in a sort of time loop. It was, it was <sighs> I was like, you're ruining the nudist stories. It was my fridge. What um, annoying. But yeah, I'll tell you what. I, I've been doing some therapy lately. And it's <gasps> yes. Been lovely. Regular therapy, like go no, to so a... Hypnotherapy. And <gasps> I've been doing it online. 
online. Oh, that sounds which, like which it seems works. scary. Yes, it does. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like a potential recipe for a scam. Who are you it going feels to? Scary. You so it's uh, her name is. Um, I find out uh, something in Peer, and okay. she is very good. I did some research before delving yeah. into that because I was like online hypnotherapy. Like, like she, yeah, all right, you're gonna hypnotize me through the through Skype. Oh my god, it was so good. It's yeah. been so good, especially us two, you know, yeah. damaged childhoods. Yeah, do you um, have it, like shit come up that you didn't um, remember? A little bit, uh, but it was actually just very good because, you know, the events that happened in the past only have meaning because we give them meaning, right? You're right. Like, and we assign so much importance to, like, especially tra- traumatic. Like, you, like, Jess, like, you know, you are the person that I know you today. Yeah, and I love who you are today. Oh, and I love who you obviously, are. Obviously, you know, like the, the person that you are today also is a definition of like the thing. So like, you don't want to lose your identity so much. I don't even know my identity. But um, <laughs> like for me, certainly, like you know, uh, traveling around all these countries and then being homeless for like four years and stuff, I which was we're like, going to talk about. That's very much. Like, oh, that's that's who I am. Well, yeah, no, I you I, I had a problem when I I started not when I started working myself, but like through the process of continuing to work on myself, it took me a long time to realize like. How? Because there's so many parts of my identity I'm confused by, but I was like, oh, I, I have attached to my pain, and I've made that who I am, and that's not right. good. That's not okay. That's not good to it's, go it's, like the depression, the, the trauma. And I think as comedians as well, because you know we want to have a USP on stage, we want to be able to talk about something that goes, okay, I'm actually interested in this. Yeah, like, it's not just another wanking story. Like, yeah, who is this? Like your story. This is, is a tragic wanking story it's where a, I lost yeah. my clitoris in a war. I mean, I'd love to hear that. <laughs> like that is an interesting story. That's a USP on a wanking story. Um, <laughs> But like your story is super interesting. So then therefore as a comedian, you're like, okay, well I have got to, I have, I've got to reflect on that. Yeah. And then the more well, then people it, go like, oh, more of that. Yeah, more more pain. Because pain is interesting. Like, we don't want to hear someone that goes, hey, it's just you know, I'm super successful. I'm like rich. Like that's nice to hear when we've heard your pain for 20 years, right? Yeah. Because we want people to succeed. But we don't want to hear that you're just a success. We want to hear how you got there. Yeah, what was and, the climb like? Where were your lows? Right. And so like your story is interesting. So then you you reflect on that and then you you go, oh fuck, and then you're like, oh shit, oh this is this is hardcore, and then you sort of get lost in this. Yeah, and it's important to not get lost. It's important to go. That was really interesting. I reflected on that. Let's move on. Yeah, because they have you, the moving on is like le- I don't need to always be. You know that whole phrase, let it go. Uh, that is so yes. hard to do. Uh, no one gets like letting go is an art in and of itself, and I feel like people who are good at it never get good at pre. Like, whew, boy, moving on. Moving what a skill. It's really important to do. Because yeah. otherwise you just get trapped in, in time. You get trapped in this moment that really you'll never be able to revisit. Like yeah, it's the, like, the, why are you letting that define you? Right. The, the, the pain that, caused, that was caused to me in my childhood can never happen again. Yeah. The, the bullies that bullied me, they're in another town. They're just in a town in a different country, in a different time. They've, yeah. they've evolved, right? Hopefully they've evolved as well. Hopefully. God, they're just still out. They're like, loser. You're right, right. <laughs> uh, and then what's really interesting, so this is like, uh, you know, ignorance is blessed as well. I teach you something, is that right? Well, no, I mean, you don't have to like, teach me. It's just me asking. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, you te- are. But in a way, I'll teach you. Oh. It is about teaching because it's me <laughs> asking my dumb questions. And yeah, yeah, no, I guess it is. Yeah. It's like teach you, me. You're, you, you like learning about people, don't you? I yeah, I, I I love learning about people, about things. I'm. It's um, interesting. It's interesting. I'm still like a at my core a five year old child that is like why, but why? How does that work? We all are, though, right? Although actually, no, maybe not. But yeah, you're a curious person. I like. Yeah. I like that about you. I'm curious like a cat. But I am. Um, I enjoy reflecting back not only on my own 
identity of who I am today. Yeah. But also like how did I get there? So like like my mum was fifteen when she got pregnant with me. Whoa. My dad was like twenty one. Ew. Like gross, but it was in France, it's legal. So oh, it's like fine. so he's a cool pedophile, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh huh. With a little like curly mustache. He's British though, so he's like, Oi. Yeah. Are you right? I'm an I'm athlete, and sort like, of. And then, like, she was taller than him, and they met in a nightclub, so he didn't know that she was younger, right? Like, so yeah, loads she's of, tall. Like, she's old. all these things. And then you look back, and you go, like, why is my dad so bad with relationships, right? And then you go, oh, shit, his mum abandoned him. <gasps> if you go all the way back. Oh. And so then you're like, oh, he needs mothering. Like, he like he didn't have a mother when he was oh. young. So, and then I go, shit, that's what happened to me. I was homeless when I was 15. My mum abandoned me. Yeah. Right? And my dad was like, yeah, you got this because it happened to him he didn't care he He's didn't like, think so okay. wait let's because and so you go back and you, all these things are snowballs right They're and you see like, that you're like oh this is why my parent is like this right and then what's amazing is that you then realize you don't have free will right what this is what's super interesting so this is where like currently in the last couple of years i've been exploring the notion of free will and whether we, whether we have it and whether we have it or, do, or not it doesn't matter like yeah. listen, i really believe that we don't have free will uh, but either way, I've still got to do shit. Yeah. Right? And uh, just because I don't have free will doesn't mean I want to punch you in the face. I can't just punch you in the face and go, I don't have free will. I mean, you could, but that'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, it'd be rude and mean. Like, I'm still going to go to prison because like, I have to live in But this you society. knowing that and, re- and choosing not to do it, isn't that hypothetically an act of free will? No, because the decision that the eric that makes this, this, this decision is the cause and effect like I'm, of I'm somebody th- else's decision i'm 32 years worth of cause and effect would i punch you in the face no because i ta- i was taught to not do that by people yeah. but i was taught by people that were taught not to do that and you can go back and forth so go, really it's just like generational you know like if you if you look at like the mistakes that people make it's like how did they get to that point Right? Yeah, like babies aren't born with like well, I want to kill some I want to kill some people in the synagogue. Like yeah, the thing that Fuck. happens, right? Oh, by the way, my immigration lawyer—that's his synagogue. Holy he's shit! Fr- so he's Aww. from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, ca- I called him this week. I went, "You all right?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit fucking weird." Um, he didn't <laughs> obviously say it like that. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit fucking weird. It's a bit fucking weird. But th- but it is strange to like and you know and the person that operated on that guy, you know, oh, the, wow. the guy that killed those 11 people in the synagogue, uh, he, he was a Jewish person and he was asked, like, how do you feel about it? And he's like, he's just a lost, he's a lost person. Yeah. You think about how did he get to that point? That point. That's not who he is, right? He was yeah, also... It's like what was done, what information was put. Right. I think about that so much in a really genuinely, it's actually a very nice hippie way to think about things. Like, for oh, example, yeah. if you ever get angry, if you were to get angry at me one day, I could go, okay, but why, why, why was, why did she get angry? Okay, maybe I did something fucking weird. Yeah. But actually, could it stem from something that's not your fault? I'm trying, I'm going to talk about this on your podcast that I've not actually spoken about before. Um, and it's no reflection on her. Yeah. Right? Well, it is a little bit, but. Well, my, is anything something someone does? My, uh, my wife punched me uh, <gasps> three times. Oh my um, God. I'm so sorry. Why, it's one of the reasons why I, you know, from that moment I was like, ah, oh, it's hard to. It's hard to regain that trust again. Are you guys still together? Uh, no, we're not together anymore. We are separate. But okay. We talk to each other like still regularly because we love each other. Like, yeah. Like, oh, love her. But Are you sure that's not some sort um, of Stockholm syndrome? I'm sorry. It's, no, it's go. Pretty, it's pretty hardcore. Yeah, what happened? Yeah. However, Holy shit. I don't go, even though it happened and it did hurt, 
like not physically, like she, you know, she's a lady. I'm so fucking strong, do you know what I mean? I've got such a strong face. Um, <laughs> I've been punched many times in my childhood. You're, like, so mm, yeah, you're gonna have to try harder than that. But it did hurt on an emotional level. I was yeah, like, oh shit, like, man, I, I love me. you. Yeah, I was like, why did? You, why would you hit me? And but the thing is, it, wow. the decision, her doing that, stems from the fact that actually she did get abused by men in her previous life. So actually me approaching her going, hey, I want to talk to you. Let, let's hug it out. Me approaching her is like was a threat. She felt threatened at the time, even though for me, it's like... It's like you're not... It's like, I would never... like. If you know me, but you, ba- I mean, you, but I mean, your actions have to be based on like previous experience, which is right. like, where is that? Where is the line you draw between going, this is a reaction from someone who, someone else who did this to me versus I think about this all the time because it's like, you like in a new relationship, you can go, oh, I'm worried about this person being abusive or cheating on me because of what someone else did. And that's right. not fair. But then also there's a part of your brain that's like the reason we're sending these things to be worried. It's like cause and effect. Like how many times do you trip over the same fucking crack in the road before you're like, I'm not walking down this road anymore. Right, 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 right. And so like it's it's really hard to like. It's it's basically that's why I don't think we have free will. Uh, and, and that's one reason. There's a few other reasons, right? But like, that's oh, wow. one of the reasons if, if you, if you think about the decisions that you make, even though you go, I will now make this, 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 this decision. It's not your fault. You don't have free will. Um, it's because of certain, it's because of certain reasons. So, so would the er- decision that Eric makes now on this question, Oh, well, I think like I, I chose to do this, but actually you didn't choose it. That's the only choice that you, the Eric of 32 years worth of life would make. And so really like that's, yeah, that is the only d- conclusion you could possibly come to with the information. And experience is it a yes have. or is it a no? Or is it this? What's your favorite food? Oh, I think my favorite food is lasagna. What, why is it? Oh, actually maybe in my childhood, my mom made a really nice lasagna and I want to relive it. Like, yeah, oh, actually, so all of a sudden you, the identity that you are is the cause and effect behind you. Right. So you don't have free will, but then on the scientific level, mate, it's so fucking interesting. Wow. Right? Because we are, uh, the, the way I explain it is imagine a pool table or a, a game of billiards. Right? Yeah, and the white ball. You got the white ball. You got a triangle of balls, and then you that white ball gets struck, and the the, the balls go everywhere. Yeah. Now in a game, slowly those balls stop, right? Because there's friction on the table. The yeah. balls have a certain weight. You gave it a certain amount of energy, which then gets transferred to those balls. Yeah. They eventually stop, right? But um, imagine now that those balls get hit, right? And that's the big bang. Right, so those balls never stop. There's no holes for the balls to they're to just like drop off, clambering around, just smacking con- into each constant, other. Constant, constant movement. Right? Yeah, there's constant movement. Now, a computer clever enough will be able to, let's say, take a snapshot of those balls, and if yeah. the, if the if it knows how how heavy those balls are, the yeah. movement they're going in, and how fast they're going, they'll be able to predict the movement of those balls going forward yeah. and backwards in time. Right. So okay. it'll be able to predict exactly where things are going to go and where things came from, right? Okay. Just based on those balls. You, you get me for now? Right? I get what, I get you. Right? But they're so going to never stop. They'll never stop. They'll so just be able to predict which... Yeah, a computer clever enough will be able to predict where those balls will end up years, thousands of like years Like where they're going later. to continue to go. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, those balls are atoms. So from a Big Bang perspective, those balls, those atoms just yeah. fucking flew everywhere. Yeah. And those balls never stopped moving. So yeah. from 13.6 billion years ago. They just right, keep going. They just kept going to this very day now. And right? they're still going. They're still going. because The difference being that like... Is there or is there not a pool table? I need to know. 
Sorry. We are we are just we are in this massive pool table. Is right? it is there parameters? Like like a decision that you is make. Is that what they're still trying to figure out? What's that? Like when you think of sorry. No, no, By no. the way, I saw in your bio, that's what I was gonna say before we start. I was like, are you leaving forever? Because I love astrophysics. We should just do our own own thing about it. But oh, like I love it. just the idea of when you make this metaphor of a a pool table, it then creates this parameter of like, yeah, the balls are constantly moving, but within the realm of this frame versus the idea of if that's what the universe is doing, like, is there a frame? Well, I mean, you know, like it's, I'm sim it's, I'm doing it a simplistic image yeah. because to, because if, it's I, too if, complicated. I, if I say to you, hey, imagine the it. universe, right? Imagine the universe. <laughs> now we know that there is an edge because they're able to, um, now that edge keeps getting bigger and bigger and further. Well, then and further is away. there an edge? There is an edge. If it keeps moving, technically it's not an edge. The, well, there is an edge to the universe, that the, the, this Big Bang universe. Okay. That, like they they were able. It's a to, bubble of sorts, or they were able to collect the noise from the explosion. So from the explosion, thirteen point six billion. So it's bouncing off of something. Yes, it's bouncing which, off so something. So theoretically, there's an edge. Theoretically, there is an edge. Now you know that's the beauty of science. They're still trying to explore what it is, you know? Like yeah. that's why when people say, I believe in God, I'm like, sure, because there's still so many answered questions that we have no answers to. Yeah. But anyway, so those balls keep moving around. Yeah. Synapses, the, 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 when, when information gets relayed to you. So for example, the listener is listening to this. My yeah. voice is going in their head and it's being heard by the brain and then the brain is going, here are my opinions on what yeah, this person is Yeah, this is the ideas this is creating. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for example, if you see something, your brain is picking it up and it's getting sent a message and if, for example, you're seeing a ball being thrown at you, you're seeing that information and then your hand will go forward to try and stop that ball from hitting you in the face, right? So yeah. all of these things are just... Uh, all of these information processes, which is what the brain is, yeah. is a ball hitting another ball. It's going from one thing to another. Ball, ball, okay. ball, ball. So essentially, from the Big Bang up to the, this very moment now between me and you, right? All the balls are going to go where they're going to go in because of... In a deterministic universe, um, the balls... You, you have no decision on how those balls move. You, I can't control those balls. I am just a... Vessel uh, of balls. <laughs> right. I am just a, a cause and effect behind me. Yeah. Right? Like the person that you are today, uh, even though you d it doesn't have to define who you are, you, you can feel good about the shit things that have happened in your past. Doesn't mean... However, they still happen to you. Yeah. And if you look back, you go, can I really control that? Like you can't. Yeah. I am. I am at this table right now because of so many things. We spoke about how yeah. we met in South Africa. How did I get to South Africa? Well, I did a show in Edinburgh. How did I do that show in Edinburgh? I was asked by my agent. How did I get my agent? You all of a sudden you go yeah. back and you're like, you have no control, and that wow. is beautiful because then once you realize that, you don't have to be so. You don't have to freak out about the past. You don't have to freak out about the future because it's like you didn't have control. You don't have control. So once you realize that, you can just be a nice person. You can. And don't get me wrong, it's hard. It's hard to let go of the past. It's yeah. But once you realize that there is only now, which is, again, a very hippie thing to realize. But I'm right there with you, like with the just like this is this moment is all we have. That's all we have. I've, I've gotten really good at like, I am not worried about the future, which is like a douchey sounds douchey. I don't know. Like, it's not like I'm like, I'm set up. I'm going to be a fucking millionaire. But I know it's not like a the secret. It's just like it's going to happen. Right. But you, but you do have to have a little flavor of it. It, it's not human to just be like, hey, I'm only... Because if you're only in the now, you'll be like, hey, for, oh, this table that we're currently resting on. Oh, yeah, you can't always on. be in the now. Oh, no. Well, oh, so much now. Well, you'd just, like, like, be overstimulated and also, like, you would never be able to, like... Because if you think about you it, You couldn't work and constantly be in the now. You couldn't create products right. and we 
have to you have to pay rent imagine if your landlord goes hey can you can no because now i'm just in the now man. Oh, does money no. even matter like so you no. need to have a little bit of like you know you need to reflect on the past like we we don't want to remake mistakes like we yeah. don't have world war ii we don't want to have nazis but around, like, for example yeah fuck but it's um, being able to let go of that and not make that who you are right so it, there's no shame for example um people that have like white guilt about slavery it's like no like be aware that that was a fucking insane thing that happened yeah be an ally for to, to issues steal now people we, white people stole people from africa and took him to various That's places around terrible. the world yeah. right and then just went you're now property right so you have to acknowledge that that causes pain and that pain is cause and effect among the african-american community yeah it's like generational yeah, right. yeah however and it's I, a valid pain. It's a valid pain. However, I also can go, th- I did not do that. Yeah. So I didn't do that. I understand that the government that's currently uh, built is built on slavery. And actually, so so I have to go, okay, so are there things that we can do? Is there To now deconstruct what has happened. To help. Can I be an ally? Right. Can I be an ally? But also, I don't have to feel guilty. It's like, let's just move forward. Yeah, I yeah. do that. I like people. Yeah, like people, no matter where they come from. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it, it's important to reflect back on the past, uh, so that you learn so you from it, you grow, so we can all grow. Well, and also so that you, like, can understand where other people come from. Because right. if you just take someone at face value, it's a lot harder to go. I don't understand. Black Lives Matter. Like what? And it's like, like if you don't look at, uh. You know, the history as far as like slavery, the institution of racism and like how America was built on the backs of slaves. It's like if you're not aware of all that, like to me, I was like, those are the people that are like racism doesn't exist. (laughs) These people who live in this bubble where it's like you're not you're looking at like, well, how do I feel personally? And like this thing right in front of me. But it it goes the other way around. Right. Like, the you know, when people say the Hollywood elite, blah, blah, blah. blah. Firstly, a lot of people have no idea that the Hollywood elite were all poor people. Yeah. Like, you know, not all of them, but like, what I mean is, like, I was homeless. Yeah. And I now live in Hollywood. Give me another 10 years. I might sell a script that makes me a Hollywood, Hollywood elite. elite. Yeah. Even Somebody called me a Hollywood elite on a status yesterday. <laughs> also, because I was complaining about a, per- like, a, like, no, I didn't name names, but uh, we, I think, I don't know if we we're talking about it off air, but like, someone is saying bad things about me to other people in the industry, like, right. untrue things, whatever. And they, they, they have no influence over my career, but someone was like, well, how does it feel to have the karma turn on you as a Holly, the Hollywood elite? And I was like, I'm sorry, do you think I'm elite? I'm a hobo. Like, I'm poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, because I live in Hollywood? That's, well, that, but people don't realize that. Like, like people believe that, for example, I am rich because right? my IMDb, like, on IMDb, you can see that I've done some movies with some impressive people. Yeah. And so people are like, oh, so you're still, like, living off that, right? It's like, no, no. People think no, you're a millionaire movie. because you have a check next to your thing on right. an, but a also, social media. Like, so the movie that I did was two days' worth of <laughs> work, right? That paid one month's rent in L.A. Yeah. Right? So, like... You know, like it, it, that's what people don't realize. The perception. Just because you, you you appear on TV once doesn't mean fucking anything. You're like you could still be very poor. I'm actually poorer than people that have jobs. You yeah, know, <laughs> that have like nine to five jobs. People so like, must anything, be nice. You're more of an elite. Yeah. In a way, you're more of an elite because you are. You can afford a fucking house. You might have some kids that you can afford. I can't even afford my own rent. I can't so take care I of a plant. Kids, like right. <laughs> So like it's it's interesting, but that's the thing. It's once you realize that everything is a cause and effect. Yeah. Then 
once you realize that, it's so easy to to just stay calmer with people. You, in, well, in to a, realize that it's like that, it's not all like... If someone's an asshole, you might go, okay, look, don't be an asshole. That's quite rude and mean. But actually, why are you that? Yeah, like figuring out what, where they came from that led right. to this. Right. Like people don't, there's a word I learned in a, I took a, an online um, series of classes. There's right. uh, about religious scripture, like just to learn about different yeah, religions. Yeah, interesting, yeah. But like in the intro class, it was just sort of setting the tone of, you know, what the class was about and like, or what the series was about and how they're going to go about approaching it. But they, there was this word they used called situatedness, which is a made up word, right. but, um, but and it's all, all, words, it, all words are made up. What? Yeah. No. Oh God. Sure. Last time I did trooms, it was just like, no words are like a tool we made up. Like I went fucking, yeah. I went in on words. Right. Cause also someone was mad at me that I wouldn't shut up while I was tripping. <laughs> and they're like, do you know, like what you, the, they tried to explain thoughts in your brain as like words. And I was like, there's not words in my brain. And it was this moment of like, I, do you see letters in your brain? I don't have letters in there. No, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. How, where do words come from? And, and what's amazing, there's a movie called uh, Waking, Waking Life by Richard Licklater. And it's just a very philosophical collage of like amazing things to uh. just watch. And uh, in it, for example, this woman talks about love. And the word love. Now, I say love to you and you understand what that means. Yeah. You understand love. You understand what that sort of what I'm I trying mean, to say. Does anyone understand but it? But what does no. it what does it actually <laughs> mean to you? Because my version of love is uh, me having sort of failed a marriage, but I still love her. I'm still wear wearing the wedding ring. And, yeah. And what's up I, with that, man? Well, because like I don't want to be in a relationship with other people. So, it's just so this nice is your way of warding off. Like I'm not out in the I'm not. Uh, it's, just, uh, it's actually more for me. You're being like a, a single woman in Hollywood. Is no, no, don't it, approach. No, me. If, if anything, it actually works even better. Oh really? Women love oh, because that. women are fucking. Because they're like, scandalous. oh my god, he's so like, he's so vulnerable. Like, can <laughs> I kiss your penis? And I'm like, oh, don't. I mean, yes. oh no, I should. No, but like, I, I wear it as a reminder for me that I don't want to fall in love with anyone right now. But like, that's oh. my. So that's my version of love, and also like, um, the sort of slight abandonment issues that I had in the past. Right? Yes. Like that. That's the, that lack. That of ties love. into. And you know all of that, but that's my definition of love, and then your definition of love will be different, and then the listener's definition of love. So all of a sudden, this one—that's well, why it's such a loaded word. It's so insane. One we're, word. Yeah. Whereas, like, man, I had a two-hour conversation with the like manager of a comedy club once, who I, I just fucking love him. But we were just say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Around the word love and how like he has a daughter and he is he he is teaching her about love from the perspective of like that's not a word that you just throw around. That's right. his there's like so much tied into the word love for him. Right. Like it's this big, you know, like precious thing you put on a pedestal where I'm like, why why does love like my version of love is like, why does it need to be precious? Why can't you love why can't but it, but it, but it is precious because you know like the whole hippie thing of love is the answer. Right? Yeah, it's not that easy. However, right, yeah, when I look at all the negative things about me, all the things that cause me pain, and therefore sometimes if I have a bad day, I might cause pain on someone else by just being a just yeah, because you take that emotion right. out. Yeah, yeah, all of those things actually stem from the fa from a lack of love somewhere. <sighs> Either like I was bullied by someone, that's a lack of love. Yeah, uh, and then the, generally a bully. All the people that bullied me as a kid. 
awful parents. N- now, now and I they don't know how, how love they works. Know how they have love. a lack of love. Right. So all of these people, all these pains that we have that actually then sort of cause and affect other people around you yes. are from a lack of love. If you just truly loved someone for who they were and we just stopped worrying about the past, thi- the things that definable thing yeah the imperfect the quote imperfections right if we just loved everybody like, this is something that i really l- enjoyed that i learned quite recently there's a reason why um some communities call each other brother and sister even though they are not brothers and sisters related yeah it's because they are brothers that the same family and once you just say that yeah if you treat Ooh. yourself if you treat everyone like family and not necessarily like how your family treated you yeah but how you I was like, like if i treat everyone like family i'm just gonna go around spitting on people right if you not that i spit on my family <laughs> it was the opposite okay but if you if you <laughs> if you did that then all of a sudden people would just be a more loving people and, and yeah and people, but you could like accept like, people's like flaws a little easier no but those flaws also need to be worked on like of course know, yeah you know. but that's the thing about like the idea around unconditional love is like yeah i can like love you despite the fact that you have whatever issues that doesn't mean you just get to like people who are aware right. of their issues but refuse I, i'm just I, i'm just a bitch but it is so hard to work on it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's so hard. Working on yourself is way harder than like pointing out other people's problems. And also, you need you need uh, you need someone to help you guide you through that. Because I know a lot of problems that I had, and I didn't necessarily know how to fix them. Well, yeah, I needed a therapist. That's the thing is like part of growth. I think is hitting that point where you're like, well, I'm at least aware now. Because for you know, if you're totally like swamped by your emotions or your pain, like sometimes you don't even realize the negative things you're doing, and then to right. go. Oh, here's the problem. But I got I hit a rut where I was like, "Yeah, okay, what now? Being aware isn't helping me." Right. So it's like finding that next yeah, step. Yeah, but being aware is still a good thing. Yeah, because that is the one it's stepping step. stone. It's, like, it's, it's a stepping stone. So it's you, why I guess it is like the first step in sobriety programs. Um, and I used to do that a lot of times. I, I I was aware that I was a bit of a nightmare, and the reason I was that way was because I was like, okay, well, I was homeless for four years, and that was a really tough time, and that made me who I am today. So actually, fuck you for saying that I need to change because that helped me survive. Yeah, you're like this is my brain helping me right this is actually how i survived thank you actually yeah. you're like you but, don't know what that's like but but what i didn't realize was i wasn't homeless anymore so yeah. when i was behaving the way i was behaving even though it was a survival method it's like you're in this fight or flight for a thing that you don't have to, fi- don't fight, have to fight or fly from exactly and that, that happened to me so many times i remember when i moved to university to london and i opened my room and i went oh look at that and someone went what and i went i've got a bed and it, <laughs> i was like oh look at that and what was nice is that even though oh. things changed, all of a sudden things did change, my brain was still like, okay, yeah, yeah. So like, where are you going to get food? When's the bottom like, going to drop when, out? When are you going to get, where are you going to fuck up again? Like, that scarcity mindset. So all of a sudden I was just in this constant anxiety mode because I was like, anything can happen. Yeah. And, uh, and I was there for a long time too. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot, and, and the thing is, everyone has those moments. Yeah. Well, sometimes it takes someone pointing out, like I didn't think, I didn't realize, I knew I had, fucking issues but i didn't realize that it's like oh you're like in this scarcity i need to constantly be afraid that something bad is gonna happen mindset right and like the load off my chest which don't get me wrong i'm i've got so much work to do but like to have someone who i was like seeing for like therapeutic help you know go like hey you're safe was like oh right like you like the you're okay. Yeah, yeah. That's there's nothing around that can hurt you. It was like this huge like 
oh shit like i didn't know i was existing in fight or flight right yeah it's it's terrifying and what's what's amazing is you know you might look at your current life right now and everyone's got different methods but like like for example me right now yeah okay there's things i could like i'd like to do better like also for example you know i am struggling to pay rent like every now and then i'll be like oh, god damn it i'm just but Fuck. ultimately i i reflect and i go <clears throat> and this is the hypnotherapy that i did this week I'm really interested in this. It's super interesting, and she, she is it like crazy expensive? No, no, I can send you the thing. It's actually free. <laughs> what? I'll, sh- I'll send it to you. It's amazing. And what she did, and I'm not doing it a good service because she spent about an hour talking to me. There's a video, but uh, yeah. she, an hour. And essentially, at one moment, she was like, "Okay, revisit yourself. So go back to you, a time in your childhood. Go to your bedroom, walk in your bedroom, and see see who you are there. Like a little, oh this little this little child." Oh no! You're gonna make me cry. And see them, <laughs> see them, and I was like, oh, you know, and have a conversation with them. And then you, you, d- but she's actually, she's actually having a conversation for you because all you're doing is listening to her, right? Yeah. But she's saying, and now tell him. So you're just sort of like envisioning. So you're just listening. What to, you're listening to what she's saying, and you're having a conversation with this, this child, and then you go, now take that child, to where you are now, and show them around and show them that like. It's okay to not be scared anymore because... Oh, I'm going to cry. And it was amazing because all of a sudden I took in this imagination that she hip- able, was able to hypnotize me. I'm trying she, so hard to not start sobbing. Well, you cried on my podcast. You <laughs> I, cry, I cry all the time. I cry all the time as well. Uh, um, I, I cry, actually, I cry less now because I, I feel a little bit stronger, which is really nice. But uh, um, I showed this seven-year-old Eric... I, I, could, visu- I could literally visually see him who's a totally different person now and me yeah. and she was like and just so you know he's not afraid he knows that he'll you and from the future and stuff like that. and and i took him around my current place in los angeles and i went dude i live in los angeles now if i can check out this poster that's from a film that you do and so just so you know things are gonna get tough but it's actually pre- it's, pretty, it's, gonna, it's cool. pretty cool it's pretty cool you got your own car like you don't you now you don't have to wait you don't have to ask permission to like go somewhere you can just go, go. <sighs> if you do if you don't want to stay anymore you can go and and it was really amazing just to go, actually, yeah, things are pretty good. Uh, and luckily, what I'm saying is I'm currently in a good place. <laughs> you might be it's listening not a to good this. time to do that if you're in a really bad place. Listen, little buddy. Right. That, things are not going well for us. You're just right, like, there's like you leaning know. on the seven-year-old version <laughs> of yourself. You're like, I need a hug. Help me. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> you got to get out of there. <laughs> but what was nice is like, it's, so that particular type of therapy was useful for someone that actually things are okay, but you're still holding on to some horrible yeah. shit. This is not the kind of therapy that you You need go into at rock bottom. Where like you're, re- you're currently fucking struggling. I need you to help me string up this noose, little guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, little guy, I know that you don't have free will and you're not going to be able to change your future, but you need to change your future. You got to figure <laughs> something out, man. <laughs> Run! <laughs> Uh, so, so I'm like that, that's <laughs> currently where I'm at is this amazing fun that's like, incredible fun sort of scientific journey of like not having free will and just realizing that there Except is accepting like now. things are gonna go how they're gonna go let's fucking like enjoy the ride kind of thing enjoy the ride like I the amount of times the amount of times I would go to a party uh, party or, or, or like yeah. or thank I, you for trying to assimilate to our culture yeah party I growth. sometimes have to do that I can't say water I have to say water because people be like, what? I'm sorry, Walter. W- Walter, Walter White. Um, oh God. So I have to like, I have to do that. But anyway, so <laughs> um, it's amazing the amount of times I would be at like an, a gathering of people, uh, and actually I was not there. 
so physically I was there, but my brain was either worrying about the future or reminiscing on the past. And I was wow. never listening. Like, or I'd be, I'd be... I'd be listening to a conversation with a friend. Yeah. And actually, I would lock eyes with them and I'd nod every now and then. And yeah. I'd be going, I'm actually not with you. I'm not listening at which all. Which is really sad. because Yeah, because it's I like you want to connect. What am I, why am I even having this conversation? That's, that's what we all want. We want to have a connection, right? Yeah. That's why it's so important to talk about things because we're actually all kind of similar. We've all got some really shit things that happen to us. And, you know, the shit things that happen to us might be a veil of different thing. You know, it yeah. might be like, well, that person did that. Or or actually, it was a group of people that did that. And actually, the government. The actually, government. Really, when you think about it, we all had these shit things happen to us. Yeah. No, it's hard. It's A lot of people don't consider, like, other where people? the other people are coming from. Right. Like some, Especially when you're, like, so wrapped up in your own, like, here's everything that's gone wrong with me. And you're, like, just stuck in that place where you're, like, stuck in the trauma. It's hard to see that, like, yeah everyone is has trouble everyone has horrible things and it doesn't diminish it doesn't mean that your trauma is not worth listening to or, or dealing with it just means that just so you know you're not alone actually we're all we are all not alone yeah uh. that and that's like i'm only realizing that now and that's why I've, i thought i'd share it because it's um it, you know don't mind the bugs in my house. It, it takes a, it takes a while. Oh, there's bugs. You guys everywhere. can't hear that. There's like two flies. Hollywood elite <laughs> with your bug pets. <laughs> there are um, rare flies from Madagascar. Oh, you don't want that. No, they're That's probably probably give you a couple of diseases. Probably the Madagascarians. Oh. There's an eye eye. There's a type of sort of eye eye. Very I, long fingers that I look just like. Oh yeah. That's bit. my spirit animal. Did you animal. mention that? I think you mentioned that before. Today. I. I, I don't think so because I, I did tweet it though because I discovered them a couple weeks I ago. Think I saw, yeah, I thought, I and I was like, who's been sitting on this thing? Why? This would have been my favorite animal years check out ago. My, check out my finger. Look how long the my finger long, is. They you have that one long finger that they like very, yeah. dig out they fucking grub, bugs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And they also like, are they the ones that like knock on the wood? Yeah, so they knock around and they and sort it makes, of like with their long fingers, they sort of like to like attract the, the bugs. You know how I found that is I was trying to look for an analogy to a joke I started riffing about ovulating in like an animal that is like i was trying to do some sort of like bat sonar for trying to find penis right. like when you're just like crazy horny and it doesn't matter oh, but, okay. and i somehow stumbled are there upon penises and trees that you just want to like yeah, no i was out? like where is how did i end up down that wormhole of like animals that knock on things to try to find other animals i was like <laughs> what i've derailed it was such a like deep like conversation and i'm like penises yeah but that is a comedian uh, mind isn't it just yeah to, like oh actually i need to know like i yesterday i typed in, in my notes my iphone notes where are potato seeds from How does a what potato is a potato grow yeah what are the seeds I, I know do you just plant a potato you can't just grow another potato from another potato do you or do or you do you that's the thing i don't know where potatoes come from oh my and god and when i realized that is because i was thinking i want to have a potato farmer on i think i'm smart <laughs> and i'm also like dumb as fuck i like, think that is this like in my opinion and maybe this is like narcissistic because I feel like I'm the same way. I think that's the smartest you can be is to go like, oh yeah, no, there's things I just don't know. I'm so dumb in so many ways. I tried for the first, because I didn't have cars like back in Europe. You know, the public transport's pretty oh, good. Oh yeah. So it's the first time in my life yesterday, I'm 32, that I had to pump tire. A pump, uh, my, my tires were like lower bit. That's I went, so I, funny. I had no fucking idea how to do this. Oh, and they wow. were like, oh, make sure it's like, you know, like 35, 35.12, whatever. And I was like, I don't know what that means. What is that? I don't know what this little dingy stick thing that you put there does. And I was like, it's amazing. You know, that's why when, we, you know, 
we shouldn't call people stupid. Because people are there smart are in people, their own they, ways. They have their own ways. But that's why you have to trust, for example, when people are like, well, actually, I have an opinion about climate change. Oh, cool. Are you a meteorolo- meteorologist? I can't yeah, even say it. Meteor- it's like, do you have any scientific we need uh, to start knowledge trusting. about? We need to trust people who are intelligent. Yeah. Like, am I smart? Yeah, I know some stuff. Yeah, there's it's... things that I know more about than other things. Yeah. Like, I, I also know I there are things that I'm interested in that I haven't leaned into enough it's like i made comedy my profession you know what i mean there's people who like have dedicated their entire life to the environment yeah like comedians know a lot actually about humanity and people yeah yeah. the more they do it the more like you know you're you're talking to people all the time you're you're talking to different groups Groups of people all over the world so it's like their humor is different what they think is different and it's so, so you're forced to you like yeah. organically grow about like so sociological things. Yeah, you don't humanitarian well, stuff. But over time, you realize, oh man, I know quite a lot about humanity, which is yeah. really really nice. It um, is. But yeah, God, I'm so done with so many other things. Even it's the really things I well, like. The the thing I wanted to actually talk to you about. Do you remember originally we were like, oh, you should come on the podcast. Oh, we, and we were going to talk about paleoanthropology, yeah. and I didn't even pose that for questions to my. I just posted on my Patreon like last minute to make because I didn't have questions. I was like, ah, uh, he is f- from the UK and France, and he <laughs> was homeless, and which I do have questions about. Oh um, yeah, go. But I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's essentially, and, and but again, that stems from you, you can even talk about that in in terms of the free will thing, yeah. which is that like uh, a lot of the programs that we are made of uh, are programs that have evolved over millions of years. Yeah, right. So like the Homo genus, because we're Homo sapiens, Homo genus appeared around two point four million years ago, right? Yeah, and that was Homo habilis. Homo and then you habilis. go from Homo habilis, you go Homo erectus, and then Homobagensis. Yeah, do. do you know what I'm saying? Uh, Where are the Neanderthals in that? Uh, so from Homo herdebagensis, uh, they split because actually there's loads of branches. Yeah. Because we're trying to. I have a lot of Neanderthal genes, according to 23andMe. Well, actually, a lot, a lot. Generally, a lot of white people, especially, will have it. So I'm like 3.4, 3.6. I yeah, think. I'm uh, somewhere around there. I think like, too. check out this bulge. Have you touched my bulge, ladies? Oh my but, god, like, it's, it's the so, head on his head. So she's touching. You see that another there? So I've got like a bulge at the back of my head called an occipital bun, and that's a Neanderthal trait. Wait, I think I have that too. Yeah, a lot of people will have it. What a fun thing for an audio podcast. We're just here feeling our heads. But yes, it basically, it's just it's just showing that we have we are made of the DNA inside us. We're a program, right? Yeah. And so again, decisions that you will make are sometimes ingrained in your DNA. Like, we you know when you fall and your arms automatically go in front of you. That's in your that's DNA. That's not you deciding, oh, I'm going to do my, I'm going to do the arm. No, thing. that's like no, that's survival just... of the fittest DNA getting, that's Darwinism. Right. It's, it's the people who didn't put their arms out died. died. Yeah, Nobody <laughs> fucked that guy. <laughs> with a smashed face. Right. <laughs> so it's really funny going back and then like seeing the evolution of human, like, because people go, oh, Homo sapiens, we fucking smashed it. We are like at the top of the chain. Oh. It's like, no, evolution hasn't stopped. We're now like, What's the evolution of the future? Yeah. Very, and it's AI. I think it's AI, robots, all of that. It's the it's ability like technological to, uh, evolution. It's the ability to create to create our own DNA and, and to create our own uh, hardware because software is the brain and then the hardware is the body, right? Yeah. And it's it's the ability to, to change that, that we, we're, <gasps> we're going to actually be able to sort of uh, have software. our own evolution. Well, now, th- I mean, there's ways with genetics and stuff. There's like ways to like semi-control it, you know? I mean, people right. can fucking farm the baby they want. Because the, all the evolution that we've had before are just, like you said, survival of the fist and using the nature around us. We were not able to really control it. Now, what we were able to control is 
thanks to our brains, which is very powerful, is we can keep adapting and changing. Yeah. So like our skills is comedy, right? And then you've got some other people's skills who have adapted their software to be mechanics yeah and astrophysicists and farmers yeah they know potatoes they know potatoes they are so good at farm stuff right and <laughs> so and so at some point we're going to be able to like upgrade our do you think like download that information and just be like i'm a farmer like do you think it's actually going to make the brain i wonder if it'll make the brain weaker so our brains are already changing uh, yeah because we are storing so much information off in our phones, that we are not using those muscles. Uh, th those, like, it, no, you do you know anyone's phone number anymore? No, I don't. No. Yeah. Um, but it's it, like, does it matter? It, it doesn't matter. And the reason you know we're not a lot of people aren't fighting phones and smart technology because actually we enjoy it. We enjoy that we don't have to fucking spend Think. an hour looking at a roadmap on a paper, going well, how do we get where do we get how do we get this? How, yeah. how are we going to get to this next? I don't know how people moved around L.A. Los Angeles. No, without phones. a GPS. Are yeah. you kidding me? I or anywhere really. When people still are like, wow, you're following your dream. That's brave. It's like, no, I have a GPS. And people in the 40s were like, I'm getting on a bus to Hollywood. That's brave. Like, what the fuck? Right. It's You're just going out there crazy. cold. You couldn't look for real estate. Like, right. you just had to show up and be like, how do I move in? Yeah, it's it's in, it's insane. But that was their reality back then. Yeah. And our reality is going to evolve. And the thing is, uh, according to Moore's Law, right? It's like it's, the technology is outgrowing us. Yeah. So quite, that's why it's scary. That's why people are scared. Because it's it. moving faster. It's moving so fast that our brain will not be able to like actually catch up because things that like even example, now just information is so you know like uh adam sanders have you seen his uh, special 100 percent fresh he's got a song i haven't called. seen it yet i hear it's so good it's, it's really fun it's just silly and it's just fun right i love silly there's not enough silly there's not enough silly so it's really fun and then he's got a song about a wallet keys and phone that's what you need right you need yeah. your wallet your keys and your phone now um, now luckily we're starting to be able to pay with our phones right yeah and at some point you're gonna be able to open your car with maybe your phone so, so, so you'll only need your phone you need your phone but then oh shit everything's in your phone terrifying right because yeah what if i lose, lose my it. phone so at some point you'll want your phone inside you and fuck so off that's already happening so people are chipping chips in in like hands where like that's where i get doors with it mm -mm. right yeah i've seen it that's where i get real tinfoil hattie like no fucking scary, way right i'm not gonna be tracked by the government we're gonna have to rip a chip out if you're on. i don't know what i think but, i'm gonna be on the run from <laughs> but why is that scary so i was thinking about this at first i was scared about big data about people collecting all my information and then i realized that for example when i'm hungry i sometimes get angry right i sometimes like or not angry but i'll like you know it's a lot easier to lose your shit if you're hungry or if you're yeah, tired yeah yeah right? and therefore you make decisions that actually aren't the best decisions for you you're not thinking clearly you're, you're clouded clearly right so if you had something to go like you maybe you're hungry better than you think about it if you had your own personal ai right who you know i was telling you about all these memories that define us imagine yeah. if an ai knew everything about you and could be like you're actually getting upset because of this and it's not relevant to that right it's not only going to be able to be your own therapist but it's also going to be able to go just so you know that's not the right decision for you because you're currently at a 35 percent level hunger right yeah and uh, i would recommend that you eat something and i would recommend this thing but actually maybe you can decide but just so you know you should eat before you make a decision and unless that thing's making the food for me and you'll have get the fuck out but if, I was like, if that thing's making the food for me, I'm in. But otherwise, shut the fuck up. But at some point, some, it uh, will. Because, uh, because think about it. I can't cook that well. I can cook some basic things. But imagine if you had an AI planted in your brain, right? Because it will get to that level where you'll I don't have, want it. 
but it's because it seems scary. But imagine you've got this voice that's able to help you, right? And you are still in control of this AI or so you think. But yeah. like, um, the AI will be like, do you want to cook something? All right, well, let's make a risotto. Okay, get some rice. Yeah, all of a sudden, you know, like... Like you could look in your pantry and be like, we could make this. You know, when you cook, you still have to tell yourself how to do it, right? Yeah. Well, imagine you got fucking Gordon Ramsay in your head. He's not swearing, no. He's not shouting at you. But he's able to just give you this Imagine, like, why did I meal. download this extension? <laughs> right. And also, um, uh, we'll be able to have bio-contact lenses, right? So we'll have contact lenses in our eyes that will um, make augmented reality. So you know like the arrows on GPS that tell you where to go? Yeah. But actually, the arrows will appear in your field of vision. I don't like that. So you know you've got eight lanes of like I think freeway. people will go crazy. I think the idea is good, but it's like if you're not allowing us to organically catch up to that evolutionarily, like I, I think that that's going to lead to people going more like insane. Well, it will. It, it's it is a scary thought because it seems um, so l- unlike our reality. Yeah. But if you think about our reality right now, the twenty eighteen. It one, seemed unlike right? reality. Um, That's like nineteen fifties. Like imagine people saying like, "Oh, in, in your pocket, you're going to have access to, to everyone in the world." Yeah. Like that's yeah. something that I really enjoy with my Facebook pages. Is uh. I looked. I looked at like the statistics. I was interested. That's kind of fun. I was interested in seeing like who. Until I'm like, why are so many more men than women? What am I doing to isolate you, ladies? Well, no, but I've got more women. So I've got like way more women that like my page than I do men. (sighs) I need Uh, to be more like you. I want to reach women. Anyway. No, but why not? That's your target market could be males. I mean, that's fine. It's pretty fucking cool. I know, but I'm I'm like, am I a bad feminist? (laughs) But no, you're not a bad. You're you're just you, mate. Yeah, that's it's true. Just you and people enjoy you, and if the people, are, if the target market is at the moment men, cool. Yeah, fine, fuck it. Oh, they'll they'll want to come and see you do comedy. It's great. Yeah, but it was really fun, like what seeing people from all over the world and seeing who likes me. Like I've got people from Syria, which <gasps> I thought like you're like, you're in a war torn country, and you sometimes like, like a video <laughs> I make, <laughs> right? So um, like, well, this is the last thing. I mean, you could be the last thing someone sees. Oh. Oh, that's, that's, ah, that's, what a a, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Anyway, hope you're putting up good videos. <laughs> but uh, yeah, right. Fuck, no pressure. But that's that's the thing. It it seems unfathomable to, to have this reality for us, but actually, it's very much coming. It's very much coming, and so you can choose to not have it, but then you'll realize that the society around you is growing to. To then you won't be able to keep up with. You society. won't be able to keep up with society because I even th- I have moments of being like, I want to get a flip phone. And then I'm like, the only, and then I'm like, but how will I get around? And you can. And the thing is, if you, if you get a flip phone, then you'll just have to adapt and you will adapt. Like a brain is smart enough to adapt to anything. Yeah. But um, uh, technology, what's really amazing about that is that th- that's the next step in evolution. And it, is technology it, it, going is that further? There's a, there's a book called Homo Deus, right? By okay. Yuval Nagari or something. And it's talking about how it's the homo genus, that, which is us, but Deus, which means God. And it's saying how we are moving in the this, this next step of evolution. And we're doing that not through survival of the fittest, but through technology. Yeah. And it, it's amazing because if you think about it, if you think about how... So I, I'm... I just wrote a pilot for Netflix. <gasps> people like it. Bum, nice. bum, bum. And uh, yes. it's about this fear of technology. And in it, there's a character. And I don't, I'm sure it's not fucking new. But uh, this character has an AI implanted in their brain. Yeah. And they also have this bio, this bio contact lens. Yeah. Right? Which means that they are able to alter their surroundings. So, for example, you know, if I watch... Imagine watching CCTV footage. Yeah. Right? right now, we can watch it on our screens. Right? Yeah. It's a bit grainy. and it's watching. 
Now, there's CCTV f- everywhere. So at some point, the CCTV will be able to, like, let's say there's four cameras in one room, it will be able to render that room. And so oh, then wow. you not only, so then you can render that room, so then you can actually enter this reality. So if, for example, you see a crime happening on CCTV, p- police, for example, will be able to enter that footage and see things from all angles. All angles. And, um, but also then like... And then all of a sudden you're creating different realities. You know, like people... But then when, it, when how long till they put CCTVs in our homes and people are perving out? Well, you know, like uh, people were freaking out. And like it's for your safety. It is safety, but also people like it. Alexa, what's the... What, what, when what she was laughing... Dude, did you see those videos? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking scary. Like, oh. It's pretty fucking scary. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, I'm like, is this just like a bad prank that somebody at Amazon or wherever is that? Amazon or Google? I don't know. Amazon, Google. We don't even know what Silicon Valley are up to right now because no. uh, we are only allowed permission to see what they want to The finished see, product. Yeah, right? they're like, they're this is what we're willing to put out there. Right. They're not showing us the stuff that they're doing. Like, you know, Facebook turned off the one of their AI programs because they had two AIs talking to each other in a language that we did not understand. And they were like, no, we're done. Because one thing that you need to realize is that AI is coming, right? It, AI is already here. Isn't it good? But aren't they going to like outgrow us, AI? Is that a thing? Well, so there's a book Ender's by Game or whatever. Max, Max Tegmark, right, who is an AI professional um, oh. and there's loads of uh, other. But yeah. they're, they're talking about how we are still currently in control of what we want from AI, right? Yeah. So do we want AI to be l- lower than us and if we want them to be lower than us are they smart is the AI smarter than us and if the AI is smarter does it have consciousness because if for example because we don't know what consciousness is yet we, think we haven't really figured it out yet yeah, no. it's like this vague idea of like you know con- we've got an idea and like it's and hard the idea to put it is in that, like it's information process it's, so it's yeah. when, it's when it, like information is sent from one um, like one synapse to another that, that process is a it will create consciousness, right? Uh, someone called it mental pollution in that, like, we don't actually need consciousness to be around. Like, are cats conscious? Well, we don't know, but, like, yeah. they, they fucking, they still do their own thing, don't they? They still, like, if they see a, a, a mouse, they'll fucking get triggered and boom, cause and effect. They'll just do the thing. Yeah, yeah. Are we actually, do we need consciousness? Yeah. And, um, to, to, to live. Like, we, we don't actually need consciousness. If you think about, like, I... I, I, I mean, thought, yeah, I guess we could just, like, function on... I thought about this, like, okay, how often do you blink? How often do you think about blinking? You don't, you just do it, You right? just do it, yeah. Um, next time you go for a walk, uh, or if you're listening to this and you're driving, are, are you actually really constant? Are you 100% thinking about how you're driving? No, actually, a lot of it is in zombie, zombie mode. Yeah. Once you understand how to walk... You don't think left step, right step, left step, right step, left step, right step. No. You don't do that. You just go zombie mode. It's so just built in. All of a sudden, all of these things are in, you're in zombie mode for most of the time. And it's, um, it's pretty fucking interesting. Wow. And, uh, yeah. I don't so know, you I don't, don't have to be like, con- you don't have to be like tapping into your consciousness with every little. Well, we, because we don't know what consciousness is, it's, it's terrifying to give AI. Um, that kind of power. Not that power, but more like, okay, let's say we've got a really smart AI and we've designed it to really help us out and give us really good like feedback and, and opinions on how we can run things and make it better. Because if, let's say, they're smarter than us, yeah. we want to listen to them, right? We yeah. listen to the AI. But if the AI is trapped in some sort of Faraday cage, which is basically means that, like, imagine we got it trapped somewhere so it, doesn't, it can't replicate itself in, in the internet, 
Oh, wow. And we can't escape, <gasps> right? Oh, like is I it chills. conscious? Is it conscious? Because if it's conscious, we are then imprisoning something. So is now it okay? knows it's like a victim. Right. It's then because th- that's sad. Because then if it can learn that it's a victim, it will then start to not like us. So do we want to work with the AI? If it's outsmarting us, if it's making better decisions, like, would you like every day to make better decisions? Yeah, yes. but but right? what on is a, a better decision? On like a simpl- on a simplistic level, you yes, make better decisions. Of course, so if you had someone that was just slightly better, and people pretend like they don't want to have, they don't want to be told what to do, but most people want to be told what to do. I mean, I can tell you from my relationship experience that it's like, yeah, no, all I want is to be told, just tell me what to order. No, I'm bad. We I'm grew up with it because think about it. We we had parents, right? If 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 our parents were on the same wavelength as us, if they were like really thinking about our goals, now not everyone's parents are like that. But yeah. But ultimately, a kid will trust the parents, right? Uh, a kid will trust a doctor and a teacher, and we, yeah. have to, we have to trust these people. And then you move up, and you're you're losing your parents all of a sudden. And then you, that's why, like, becoming an adult can be quite scary because you're losing because this, this voice of this voice of like someone just telling you what to do. That's why. Genuinely, but that's all, that's like a slippery slope, though. People like being told what to do. No, I know, but that's why it's dangerous. Is because like then eventually, then it but leads it's to like dangerous because we don't trust. We don't necessarily know who to trust. But what I'm saying is, that if the AI has uh, the goals programmed in it, yeah, to to make sure that it takes care of humanity, yeah, and and it's smarter than us. Right, and also, is it smart and it stays at a level smart, or is it smart and it can actually learn to get smarter? Because if it learns to get smart, it's going to exponentially have an intellig- intelligence explosion. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Which means it'll get so smart that even if we programmed it to th- to go, hey, take care of humans, at some point it will just look at us like ants. Yeah. And for example, I love ants. This is the example that Max uses in his books. Look, I love ants. I don't yeah. want to actually actively hurt an ant. But if an ant hill is in the middle of this field and I'm I want to build a factory like a you know, yeah. like, like a solar powered factory, so it's good for humanity, right? You're well, taking I, out the ant hill. I'll just take the fucking ant hill out. Like, who gives a shit? Right? Because ultimately for for the greater good of humanity. Yeah, it's like yeah, some ants have to die. Some ants have to die. And so, so what if what if AI becomes that? And again, this is where it's scary because we don't know what consciousness is. And luckily, Facebook, Google, all those big people working on it, they actually have smart people working on that. That's true. But there's also some really fucking smart hackers. There's like probably a 15-year-old that lives in Toronto in a basement, right? Who's yeah. super fucking smart and he's working on his own AI. And one day he makes a slight mistake and this AI escapes And now everywhere. it's like Frankenstein. And then this AI is everywhere because internet is everywhere. Uh, super interesting. I mean, super it's scary. Well, it's also because like someone can be extremely intelligent and still be a bad person. Yeah, intelligence doesn't mean. Well, I mean, intelligence also like factors into like w- like different things. You know what I mean? It's like where is your? Well, generally, I mean, there is there is. I guess apolog- like the apologies general... if I'm going to upset someone here, but also who gives a shit about your feelings sometimes? <laughs> it, there there is a slight correlation between how intelligent you are and, for example, how racist you are. Right, a hundred no, a hundred percent. There is that right because and intelligence it bleeds into like emotional. I mean it. I like mean, what, high know, intelligence goes across the board, so it's like, you, I get, but what I'm saying is like you could be like inte- mathematically intelligent and have like no emotional or social intelligence. True, that's very But then true. I guess if you're like, in the grand scheme of things, like umbrella intelligent, like like intelligent, but like for example, Elon Musk, very intelligent man. He seems like a scary overlord, right? Yeah. But uh, if you look at everything that he does do, um, or the big things he does. They are to help humanity. Humanity. Now it might mean that he'll give. He won't give a shit about 
a tiny ant hill that he needs to build over. So yeah. that's why he can be quite, he can seem quite scary. Yeah. He could take out a whole town just for the greater good. Where it's like someone else could like not help the greater good because they're so worried about the ant hill. They're like, it's not worth it. The right. ants. And that's the thing. We all have different opinions about what we want from humanity. Like people, a lot of older people uh, reflect back and have nostalgia about the simpler life. Yeah. Like they did not have internet. They did not have phones. And actually, so the way they communicated and had a community, uh, they, they, they long for that. So many people, yeah. there's been a rise. I saw this on Netflix. There's a rise of Amish novel novels being sold <laughs> because people long for the days of actual interaction. Yeah, but also there's this longing for like not having internet, not having this fucking just a simpler life. Now, it doesn't mean that they want it because like they interviewed an Amish person about it and they were like, yeah, they 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 fantasize about the romanticized version of our lives. But yeah. actually will they will they wake up at 5 a.m. every single day and clean shit and then milk the cow yeah. and then fucking do this and then put the hay out and it's then like no. No, they won't. They won't. You're not gonna that. wake up at five a.m. for anything. And again, that's why people love technology because yeah. actually, this has made our life so much easier on so many levels. That's true. And at some point, you know, the technology keeps getting slightly better, and you'll keep saying yes, please. Oh, yes, please. Uh, to the point where, I, uh, at some point, you'll have technology inside of you. It's I gonna just get don't know. They're gonna start like chipping babies. That's crazy to me. But people will be like, "But it's safe. What if your kid gets kidnapped?" And it's like. We're all just accepting this based on fear. I don't know. It's it's crazy. And uh, again, like eugenics, for example, is quite scary because uh, yeah. we can start changing DNA, right? So if uh, me and you had a baby, right? Hello. And, and the, the baby's like, the doctor goes, just so you know, like this baby at probably at the age of 17 will have like cancer. Would you like this kid to have cancer? No, no thanks. No. Okay, would you like to change that? Yes, please. Right. So we do that. Right? Yeah. But and then... then um, and, and that's okay in a sort of medical degree. Ma- yeah, but, but it's like, where's the line on that? Where's the line? And or somebody be like, I'm not racist. It's going to look like what? Right. It's like, <laughs> and, and that's and, a weird and example. And rich people have access to a lot more to, to, to better products. They have the right? money to be like, no, I wanted to have blue eyes. So would you a like... A gap in its teeth. Yeah, but that's des- so that's designer stuff, right? Yeah. But like, for example, uh, taller men are more, more attractive to women. Right? Yeah. Like, I, and I didn't really... Think about I'm six four, right? Yeah. And, like my ex wife, wife, whatever, she was like, you know, like that's pretty cool. That's pretty lucky. Yeah. And I never thought about it. And I asked, like, I'd, I speak. Oh, so my- now it's like that's like another layer to like classism and the divide is that now you can like give your because you can afford it, you can give your child an advantage in other right. ways. And and the thing is, and I and I sympathize with that. Would you want to give your child advantages? Sure, I totally would. But but yeah, it then becomes scary because okay, it's not like we're not talking about Hitler eugenics here, but it's the same sort of thing. Like, would you like your kid to be stronger, like a stronger back? Because we're always on our laptops. We've yeah. got, we're all starting to get weak backs, right? Would you like your kid to just have a strong back? Yeah. yeah. Yes, please. Uh, strong brain. Well, yeah, great. Yeah, Brilliant. of course. So all of a sudden, you're going to start creating these different homo these, like super kids genuses where you've got these super kids and then the homo geniuses. Homo geniuses. Yeah. It's it, it's um and it's important to talk about it because it's coming and it's coming uh, faster than we think. Right. All oh of God. these things are uh, sort of evolving us now. Uh, they're, they're all coming. I have so much anxiety about this. And they're, and they're coming from all angles as well. It's not like only Facebook is doing it. Oh my God, it's Google. a bukkake of technology. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the bukkake of technology. <laughs> but yeah. Um, wow. Sorry, I talked a lot. Yeah, that's You're supposed to talk. You're the guest. Are you... You're fine with that? Like your that? technology is part of your being like accepting that things are going to go how they're going to go. 
Has that helped you with like? Well, first I've accepted that like. I am just one pawn out of seven billion on this planet. Yeah. Right? And that I can mat- make some changes and I can matter. But on the grand scheme of things, like the current level of finances that I have and the, the platform that You're I like, have. I can't matter so I can't much. Make, I can't make that much of a change. You're like so I can't change the world not right at now. this moment. Right. Maybe I could and maybe I'll get there. But like right now, like, no, it's localized. Right. So like I can, I've got a little bit more control of my own life, but these big things are happening no i don't have any control of it and because of how fast it's moving actually the people that you think are in control of it aren't in control of it nobody's so, in yeah you've got you've got apple okay for example you've got the, the yeah. phones but one <laughs> boy do i one app can change things so uh the people that made apple did not predict uber or did not predict Tinder. So all of a sudden, wow, oh, yeah. So all of a sudden, one person that could just be living in fucking you know Jamaica makes a bloody lovely little app that changes the whole world. Yeah. And so, um, so people, it's it's weird. You know, we're not as much in control as as we think, and, and the people that are in control aren't in control either that yeah. much. Yeah. That's why. That's why actually Ugh. there is a rise as well at, at the moment in nationalism and stuff like that is because people are fucking terrified. People because are they're scared. Like going, what the fuck is happening? And the people at the top are going, we've got this. Don't worry. We've got it. And they're like, we and don't know what the fuck is happening. They don't know either. They don't know. They're just trying to like keep people calm. So it's like, you know, people again, people are longing for this uh, time that once existed that where they uh, felt in control. Like make America great again. Well, mate, you're never, you're literally never gonna have whatever you thought you had. We're not. Coal jobs are done. Like stop. Right, but also like, not just coal jobs. So many jobs are gonna go. And yeah, because of technology. Yeah, it's like you gotta figure out. Go back to school and learn something about technology, bro. And it's not just the machine jobs because like what robots were before were like muscle, right? Yeah. Like, could I lift a car? No, but could this fucking big limb? That's yeah. Made of metal. Yeah. The, so of course, yeah, of course, hire the machine. Of right? course. And if I was a business owner and I was like, okay, uh, uh, I own journalists or whatever, right? I've yeah. Got, like own journalists. I own, well, that's kind of how I it is in the corporate world. Of, I own a company of journalists, right? Yeah. Uh, and at some point, someone comes along and goes, just so you know, I've got these androids, and they can uh, always be connected to the internet, right, in their brain, and it means that they've always got up-to-date information about what's happening. And they can replicate articles. Right, and they can just write articles like that, and they'll write in such a way that um, is not biased, is actually more understanding for everybody, right? Uh, would you like that? Uh, yes, please. So yeah. all of a sudden, you, humans are going to be... Think about like wars, right? Yeah. The reason, uh. the reason um, you were told that Valhalla was an important thing, right, for Vikings, <laughs> for example, Valhalla. is that just so you know, why would someone give their life? Right? Why would someone? Yeah, we like we need a, a we need to give these people a reason. A reason, right? So that's why Valhalla. That's why God. That's Is that why patriotism? 70, that's why seventy-two virgins. All of those things. If you give your life to this cause, you will do it, right? And now, you look at paintings. You've got these paintings of generals on a horseback, and they've got thousands and thousands of people behind them, right? Yeah. We they needed thousands of people. You look at Game of Thrones. They needed thousands of people yeah. just to piss through one fucking barrier right no yeah. you've got a drone you've yeah. got a drone cheers one one drone so it's like we don't one even drone need that is currently being run by a man or a woman but at some point ai is going to do that so now we don't we need less kids please we need less kids i don't understand why republicans are so fucking anti-abortion it's helping no yeah need, no to me it's less... like we're uh, also you want to talk about like a solution to the environmental problem too it's like 
Yeah. Stop having fucking kids. That's why the NRA, I think, are actually just uh, great for the climate change because <laughs> they're, 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 cl- they're killing people off. Oh, uh, no. Thanks for saving uh, the planet, NRA. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but, um, no, but it's like, yeah. oh, that shit makes me crazy. But and it's so like humans, and what's really scary now is that humans do need a sense of purpose. We, we do need to know that well, we matter. it's like matter. built into our DNA. Yeah, like it's it really like we is. We need to we feel like we have a thing. Right. Because that's when you have people going like rogue and whatever is when they right. feel, when they're lost it gets yeah when we're lost it gets but crazy. then eventually like what do we just like die out and there's ai so well that's where it's changing so one of the hopes is that ai will take over a lot of the things that because th- if you think about it right man i feel so sorry for people that i have a job nine to five and then they come home and they've got kids to worry about and they they, they don't get to get creative think about how many geniuses are out there that, that are just stuck in there no because they, they got to pay rent they don't get to dive into their thoughts. And, and, like I, and everyone, I bet, has an ability to do something. Some people are, be- are amazing painters. Some people are amazing musicians, but they haven't had been able to tap into it. Yet. No. So what's great is that robots and AI will be able to alleviate the work. But, but it's like, where anno- do you... F- Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, wh- what's annoying, though, is that the current governments are terrified of giving money away. Now, well, no, because it's we like... We a basic universal income. Yeah, well, because we're built on... Especially a country like America, where it's like... Your worth is built on your financial worth. Like right. it's so uh, like capitalism is such a is such a system that like people's identity comes from how much money they have. You right. know what I mean? And and and, and so people are like wait not no always actually it could be about a job or whatever. But oh like, for sure, like what you do. Right. But then people go like well, well, but this money I have and this thing I do is like what makes me like better than others in their mind. You know right, what I mean? Right. So that's like. Like the, you mentioned coal like we miners, don't need to right? work. You mentioned yeah. coal miners, right? Yeah. We don't need coal anymore. Yeah. But think about it from their perspective. This is why it's, again, important to think about the cause and effect behind them, right? So I, I saw an interview with this coal miner and his dad was a coal miner and that was yeah. their identity, right? Yeah. And at some point, just like that, some cunts who want to believe that green energy is better, which it is better. Yeah. Right? But some dude that lives on the other side of the planet is going, yeah, just so you know, we don't need your fucking coal anymore. No, they didn't, they didn't say like, it that what? way. But essentially, that's how they felt, right? You All just took my entire identity. You took my, you know, my entire... And my livelihood? Now I'm not allowed to make money? Like, how, how am I going to feed my kids? And that's what's scary right my now. 800 is, kids. Is we're taking jobs away because robots are taking it, but the people at the top aren't alleviating the stress like they, they're not going hey there's no solution for like well how does this person survive what, so do we just kill them how do they like, exist yeah i mean that's, that's, a well, that's slippery slope that's of like because the government the government can't kill people right it can't actually just kill yeah it. so so what it's doing <laughs> what it's doing is going well good luck yeah find another job and like, it's like that's gonna cause like revolts right but people people won't revolt until like people don't revolt on the on a on like an, a full stomach. Yeah, well, and it's so funny. The the idea. So if you can feed people, if you can still feed people, like they'll be all right. Well, fucking how long till that? Right. Runs out or till that? Is it quick? Because it's also this caricature idea of a person who is like afraid of people coming over the border because they're like they took our jobs and it's like a computer took your job. That's and and, and the thing is, but I, it's I, like I, I want I, something to blame that I can like. Right. I can't kill a computer. I do, I and I do sympathize with people that are like scared of losing their job. Well, no, it's like their entire, that's their entire existence. That's who they are. Right. It's like, it doesn't make like terroristic, you know, mass shooting like reactions. Okay. But it's like, I understand the, just that basic fear of like, but what about 
The one thing I everything one... I grew up understanding is now just I'm just being told that's not a thing anymore. Right, and that's scary. And, and that's scary and, and sad. sad. And it's yeah. and there's nothing to address that trauma, especially with like. And I don't even like to be the person who's like toxic masculinity, but like when you grow up being told you know like suck it up as a man, and then something like that happens. So now you're in a, in addition to everything else compiling, you don't have the tools to deal with the emotional stress that's yeah. putting on you. It's horrible. It's it's um. It's it's pretty scary, and especially like I remember like when I first moved to LA, um, my only job back in Europe was being a comedian. That was my only. Yeah, job. that's got to be that tough, like, man. And I moved to LA, and you you know you've know you've seen me like in the last couple of years just drifting around Los Angeles, just going like, this was my job. This is like, what I did. And now I have to put my name in a fucking bucket, bucket at four p.m. to maybe get on for three minutes. Like, and I, every time I did that three minutes at a comedy store, I fucking killed it. Went and, and the thing is, but other people are killing it. Yeah, it's not like. I'm not special in a way. You're like, ah. You know? uh, but it, it, that was hard. And so all of a sudden, my identity, which, which was stand-up comedy, I was losing Which you it. were like, in the UK, like crushing, like killing it, you know? I was, that was my only source of income. Yeah. I was, and I was able to like feed, take care of me and my wife. And yeah. And then I moved here and I became this person that didn't have a job. And uh, it was really hard for my wife because yeah. I was like, I don't know what to do, and I, I I was like, okay, I'll get a job. I'll get I'll get any job because yeah, you have. I'll to, do right? whatever. Yeah, I'll, I, I have... didn't have a resume. You're like, I've just been doing comedy for. Been years. doing comedy for ten years, and before that, I was at university, and before that, I was homeless. Yeah. Right? So, oh, can you? Oh, what was your employment history, comedian? Yeah, but what else? That's it. Yeah, that's a th- that's a funny thing too quick. in LA that like, mm-hmm, no, but what else? Do you act, what do you do for money? And you're like, comedy. That was oh money. man, I wish I've known this earlier. I'm like, there's ways to like fudge some of the stuff we do in comedy to like twist it to be like. No, but Here's how this I'm factors like, in. I'm still adapting. And what's yeah. really nice now is like, oh, game on. Now I'm angry determined. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, fuck great. all of you that just want me to do three minutes. I'll fucking find a way to sneak in, you motherfuckers. I right? love you. So I'm really like, no, if anything, I'm more determined. But luckily, I'm determined because comedy jobs aren't going to AI yet. Yeah. Right? But That's scary, too. Oh, the idea of ha- like artificial comedy. I mean, like, Haha, it knows what I want to hear. But it will be interesting. People will be interested in seeing what AI does. Like, oh, is that the minute that's like, I guarantee, like, there will be South a robot on the Tonight Show before, like, I could list 30 people who deserve a Tonight Show set that a robot will get before them. Well, like, for sure, because it's so interesting and it's the future. And like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be way more terrifying than that. Like, yeah. Because it'll seem so real. It'll be terrifying as well because it'll be doing observational material and observational material from from its perspective looking Where at us like, humans with like a very good lens you know the lens of like a computer that can just really tap into everything like you, you do that like surely when you know when you go abroad you see things from a foreigner's perspective yeah that's why like i love when i do uh, gigs and shows in, in america and i'll make some jokes about america and some people get offended and some people won't it's like but i'm just highlighting something that i've noticed that you might have not that seen that you like don't even see you don't even see like i remember when i went, first went to pittsburgh and we were driving around with my wife and i went fuck me there's a lot of flags and she was like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "Literally, every two houses is a fucking flag." Like, and that's just your normal. Like, you know where you live, right? Like, you'd have to be reminded about where you live. Don't forget you're American, right? And and for me, that was really comical. And she never saw it because it's like it's that's just, just what people do. That's just what people do. That is um, funny. I and same thing with her. I never noticed how many people fucking smoke cigarettes in Europe. Wow. And I was like, and, I, and she pointed it out. I was like, oh my god. Everyone smokes cigarettes. Like so many people smoke cigarettes. I didn't smoke myself, but I didn't never noticed it because it's just like part of your norm. Because people here actually don't. Not, be, not many people smoke cigarettes. Yeah, now it's like you notice more if someone does smoke a cigarette. You're like, yeah. Oh, you smoke. Right. 
um, and loads of little things. It was, just, it was, you know, that's why it's so important for anybody. And I know it's easy, it's hard to like easier said than done, yeah. But it's so important for you to travel just to get a little flavor of like what your the rest of the is. world and, and yeah, to see that like things aren't e- everywhere else isn't like your neighborhood, your city, your right. little bubble. It's like oh, people have different experiences. And I'm not saying just travel around America because. I love America. Like geographically speaking, you guys have everything. There's a lot of options. Yeah. As far as like terrain and. But honestly, and some people will be like, no, that's not true. Just so you know, every time I go to a different city, I'm like, oh, it's kind of the same. After a while when you go on the road. Yeah. Yeah. There's like like, some cool little. There's New York and then there's like, and then there's like LA and then like New Orleans was fucking beautiful. New Orleans is fun. Well, I'm I'm big for architecture too. Like a city that just has interesting buildings. Give me a little something flow. But but for example, uh, let's say Europe is the size of the United States. Yeah. Every state is a different language, is a different history. It's, and I'm talking about so thousands of much. years of history. Yeah. So all of a sudden, these countries are insanely differently divided. Unique, yeah. So, and that's why I think as Europeans, we're, we're actually lucky and privileged because we can we can travel to the state over, which isn't that far, to experience it's a whole different culture. Insanely, something so different. different. While actually it is hard for Americans who... Who live, let's say, fucking, uh, fucking Nebraska or whatever, and yeah. you go to the state over, and it's like, well, that's probably kind of similar, isn't it? Yeah. Probably no, it's like, similar. I feel like if you were teleported to any Springfield, you wouldn't know what state you were in. Right. <laughs> You'd be like, what Springfield? Like, they probably, you know, it's it's true. It's all relatively the same. It doesn't. Because that, and that's why, it's not why The Simpsons uh, was set in Springfield. Yeah, because yeah. There's so many Springfields all over the place. Yeah, which is like so perfect for that, like, bit, for that joke to yeah, be like, yeah. hey, we're all. It's all the fucking same. But it is like, also, it's just going to force you to grow if you're in like a, a place where we're uncomfortable because things are so different, where it's like, whoa, okay, I don't actually just know immediately how to interact in this situation. Or right. like, it's got such a history. It is so important. But, you know, it's, it's also like, it's oh, you lost fun. your cold job? We'll just board a flight to Amsterdam. Like, it's, Right. That's the thing. It's so hard. Like so the idea of going, just travel. And people are like, wow, how privileged of you to just go, everyone should travel. Right. But if you have the opportunity. So that's that's the thing, like, you know, me talking about uh, mental health and like healing and stuff like that. I'm in a very privileged position right now where um, I'm, I'm able, able to take reflect the time. back. But also what's nice is then to be in my position. It's so important to to look at the people that are like in pain and actually yeah. just listen to them. Like, do I agree with uh, Trump voters on pretty much everything? No, yeah, I don't. Just because what you're saying is, I'm not happy, so I'd like to cause harm to other people. Yeah, that I want essentially every, It's very misery loves company. That is that is essentially what I'm hearing. It's very an eye for an eye. And it's like, no, if you do an eye for an eye, won't the whole world turn blind? Isn't that... Someone said that, right? Yeah. So, so that's important. But their pain is real. Yeah. And everyone's pain is real. And I think we need to start fucking just listening. Yeah. And just like hearing the core of that. I think that's totally true. And I also think as like people in a position of privilege in the sense of like also it lines up with what we do for a living but because of that we have this um outlet we first of all we we have like we're in a career where it affords us like if i'm thinking about my mental health if i'm examining my own emotional state it also feeds into what i do Hmm. but i have the privilege uh, of the time and means to do that Whereas, like, I don't need to make all my all my material doesn't need to be like mental health, this, that, but like sharing that, yeah, just every now sharing just, that yeah. part of you and like working that into your material to have yeah. people go like to feel a little understood. Yeah, and like, to not feel ashamed. Like yesterday, I, I literally posted it on my Instagram and just went, "Hey, I've been," uh, and I don't often share like just 
thoughts. Yeah, Normally I, just, it'll be like a I'm trying thing. to share a little less. But um, <laughs> I, I literally just said, hey, I've been doing some mental health and I feel really good today. Uh, I hope you're feeling good. Because, and then a lot of people messaged me going, oh, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Because it made them go, there is no shame in getting some mental health. Like I don't Working on it, yeah. If you break your leg, you, go you to won't a just go like, oh, my leg's broken, I'm bleeding everywhere, but it's fine. Because you're visually, it's hard to visually see a brain. Yeah, you can't like see, yeah, directly how see, bad it is. A, a behavior is the bleeding. Sometimes yes, a, and that's that's that's. And because of your ego, you get so wrapped up. Like it's a, a lot of times hard to see that you're even doing something. Oh, for wrong. years, for years, I was doing stuff that was wrong, and like you said, it it took someone to point out. Just so you know, that's actually not healthy. And yeah. I was like, what? And you have to be in a place where you're able to, to take that, that information. Because, I mean, if you're not already to a place where you're at least open enough to go. Because it's hard to get to the place where you can go, oh, maybe I am wrong. Maybe they have a point. Because uh, some people. Yeah. And it's your ego trying to do you a favor. But it'll just shut that down and be like, they're wrong. They're the enemy. You yeah, know, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like being able to go, oh, okay. Wow, I, that is not okay how I react like that. Where is that coming from? And what you just said there was really interesting. Like you, you phrased it in a great way. They're the enemy. Yeah. And if you look around what's happening now with all these people shooting each other and fucking killing each other and they've got they've got it in their head that they're the enemy and I'm like Yeah, hey, everyone's against the them. What are you and talking like, about? Like that guy that killed the people in the synagogue, he killed like a ninety year old dude. Yeah, it's also what just are you scared like, about it's a terrible tragedy, but it's also like that's what that's the people you're going after is that you think that like Old Jews are your enemy? Like, Amer- America's literally right now sending troops to the border because they're scared of a caravan full of kids. Yeah, the children and problem? mothers who are, like, fleeing war-torn... What is your problem? And this is... I ask Like, you're this, afraid I'm like, of children? That's how fucking privileged this country is. You've not had anyone invade you yet. And that's why you're scared. Well, yeah, because it's that's like... Oh, because it's a long time fucking coming. I mean, we've been pushing the button on how many people? And then it's like, uh, oh, no, they're, like, gonna come that idea but it's also like this isn't uh, this isn't a an army of people coming to desecrate your homeland this is people who are trying to find a homeland they're and, scared and, and, and again i understand why like it's scary because some people are poor so it's so like oh well more people to like fucking to eat at steal the system jobs from yeah and, right. so i understand their pain but like on a bigger level on a bigger scale if you let 10 people in, 100 people, 1,000 people in, it's going to make zero difference really to this country. Yeah, it's also just like the logic behind everything else aside, like the humanitarian, like emotional aspect. Like, I'm sorry, you're a conservative and you're okay with the government spending a bunch of money sending troops to a border to fight off children? Like, I don't get that's it. your taxes, you right. fucking dipshits. Like, and, and also, and it, by the way, this is we're talking about America, but like this is actually happening all over the I mean, yeah. fucking world, like the UK, and it's like little attitude towards Europe, and like and uh, and anyone that literally voted for Brexit, you're 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 wrong. You're an Id- you were an idiot, but you were duped as well. Yeah, because and that's the thing. Because people are scared. My my initial reaction was to call him an idiot, and actually that's not fair. I mean, that's literally. I mean, but I I feel like that, but I, and I, I'll tell you why. Because I have a French passport, and them going fuck Europe. He's like, hey, kind of insulting. I was I'm like, Europe. I lived in the UK for 18 years. I've given you so much of my money, my time, like everything. And now I sound British. I literally sound like one of you. And you've now made me feel unwelcome. And that's me and there's thousands of other people, right? Yeah. Thousands of other... Uh, it, was, it was weird, but they were duped into it. They were told by... And it's always the fucking richer ones. Like, 
Uh, how dumb do you have to be to be to, to think that the super rich are on your side? Yeah, no, it's like no, that's the thing. It's always like these they own like the poor papers, Republicans people. that are like voting against their own best interest oh, and like. Mate. But it's this idea of I mean, it, I think it goes into capitalism and this ideal American dream thing that people have had shoved down their throat. And so, so many people who are poor Republicans. Like I look at my my family and it's like my mom and I'm like, oh, because you think that you're in a temporary situation and you're voting for like what you think you're going to be. And it's like, you're never going to get out of this cycle because you keep right. perpetuating it yourself. Right. And it's and it's actually quite smart, again, of like people at the top, like Republicans and conservatives or whatever, cons- the conservatives in the UK, the Tories, um, <laughs> and all the ones around the world that do this is because if you keep and this is literally a fact, the dumber you are, the easier you are at being manipulated. To control, yes. That's, and that is a fact. And you have to keep people dumb, ignorant. Like, it, And it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier to keep people, like you look at like cult leaders and then you look at their fucking minions. Yeah. Like, the min- oh, yes, please. And this is what I was telling you again before. People yeah. like to be told what to do. Yeah. And they'd rather, ignorance is bliss, right? They would rather. That's my whole thing, yeah. Ignorance is totally bliss. The You know, you look at a lot of people that are like, severely depressed and stuff like that. a lot of them are pretty smart yeah they no know, they know shit that's like when i'm in the depths of depression i don't know if you've ever had that thought of like i kind of wish i was just so dumb i didn't realize oh, what was going on i wish i was that a lot no but it's so true. true well and it's like no, I, yeah i mean it's like in the grand scheme of things absolutely not but like that feeds into like that that whole idea is it's 100 percent true and it feeds into like everything including our, it, like our education system because like when i hear like uh people talk about conservatives in this like like if if we go back to like the race stuff, like it's like how do you not know how bad the country is, or like that that the country's built on the backs of slaves? When I talk to my friends, uh, like my black friends who grew up in majority black areas, the history that they got in their elementary school programs was a thousand percent different than what I was told. Like the amount of shit that was swept under the rug in this. God bless America. America is the greatest. They like ingrain that in you. Oh, for sure. But but that's that's why like to the outside world, it's quite comical that you won't let someone take a knee during the anthem. He's like, we're free. And I, and I said I said to my wife Jordan, I was like, um, did you have to do the anthem at school? And she was like, yeah. And I went. That's brainwashing. You know that, right? We didn't do the anthem. We, we did the Pledge of Allegiance, which is that's which is a hundred percent brainwashing. That's, and what it's that's what I mean. Pledging allegiance to a flag—that's fucking crazy. And 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 she was like, she took a moment just to think about it because I went, just so you know, we don't do that back at home, and like we don't do that. And like one thing that's interesting—we're not like God Germans, save the Queen. Like at the moment, Germans—they learn about everything that they did this is why when americans make still make uh, so many americans still make jokes about world war ii and germans and, and the they're nazis. like and i'm like just so you know the nazis are in your country now yeah right did you know that in in germany so it's legal to show pictures of swastikas do you know what they use the confederate flag they now use the confederate so far right in germany use the confederate flag as like their as their new nazi symbol because it's illegal because you can't have anything that's like you potentially can't have a, you can't pro have a swastika, yeah. You you, there's that Vita Bataten. So it's illegal, but they also um, teach it in schools. I, I asked a couple of my German friends, I was like, like, what do you know about World War II? And they were like, oh, we know everything. It's like, oh, we it's, know what our country did, and we have to remember. Yeah, um, and it's like, that's not a thing in American schools. They don't talk not, about, I mean, fucking Christopher Columbus. Do people still get Columbus Day I know that's not like, um, like, He's not known. Well, no, he is the people. They make him like a, a hero, 
but it's also we don't talk about like how we killed off all the Native Americans. We don't talk about. But you have to talk slavery about slavery is very glossed over. Yeah, See, it's like you talk about everything. You have to talk about both because again, like people don't want to lose Christopher Columbus as this uh, this as this person that uh, founded one of the founders of the country in a way, right? Or the, the Americas. He like, like discovered, but like you know, but it's it's like he pillaged and. But he discovered it for Europe, you know, and and so yeah. like it's you know. But what I'm saying is that you can have a balance between he was a. F- fucking monster because he saw these people as flora and fauna right yeah he didn't call them that but like james cook who discovered discovered uh, yeah. australia right <laughs> the, Ab- the aborigines were there i've discovered it it's like it's been discovered and they were they were under flora and fauna which is flowers and animals that's uh, disgusting and which, and then when you're told that like as a you know it's as a rational white person from the uk who's got clothes and he's got language and and you will just you know these people that are still using sticks they're actually animals and you're like oh really i was not aware of that oh so inter- you put it you put it under- you're just taught that like oh these are just animals that look like people kind of yeah it's like what they're <gasps> and then you just like feed that to people and if they're not right so it's um and that's crazy it's it's so hard and because we're only one brain this is why i think ai and stuff will help in the future because we're only one brain we can only store so much information like i know some stuff about the past that's why i'm trying to reflect back on it but i can't know fucking everything so even me i'll make a mistake i'll say something odd that that then someone will be like how dare you say that and And you're like like, i didn't mean go fuck yourself like i'm well there also are people who are want to twist things and make everything a victimization god shut up and it's like everyone is not out to fuck everyone doesn't hate everyone like there are real issues you're gonna twist the words of someone who would not harm a fly most people want to be nice to each other yeah like there are terrible people in the world most people are good and also, but also the terrible people again. If you are go hurt, back, they're hurt from something. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Some of them are. That's why we, have, you know, it's important to like still learn about the brain. Some of them are just Jeffrey Dahmer type of people. Yeah. Some of them like, like you can't change. You, there was no saving them. There was. So, there's just something. It's a, wrong a, with a their mutation. Brains. Yeah, yeah. I, I would assume that's like some type of genetic mutation. Well, every time, every, like every time a baby is born, that that is a mutation. Yeah. So people are like, mutants don't exist. We every everyone is a everyone's mutant. Everyone's a mutant. Everyone is a mutant in some way because you're a collection of your mum and dad's DNA and their DNA beho- before them and all the way back to fucking Yeah, the that's an interesting way organism. to look at it. That it's like, no, this is the first time that th- these two DNAs have ever created a life. Oh, wow. That's so obvious and yet I've never thought about it like that and that's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, where do we go from here? Well, we went way... Wherever we go, we have no choice. We have no choice. Oh God! You guys, okay. So I asked for questions, and these are totally now. I thought I'd be able to weave them in more, but the direction we took, which I'm glad we did, was so different than like. So you're from France, and (laughs) you were homeless. So can I just like rattle off these questions for you? Um, Because I I told people you uh, are you know half French. Um, someone asked. I, I don't know if I genuinely I should have looked this up. It, someone asked why are French people such great beatboxers? Is that a thing? Oh, I, th- I I was not aware of it. Yeah, I mean I, I don't know if that's in reference to can you beatbox? I, no, I so I've definitely seen, I cannot beatbox. It'd be funny um, if you were like you're like well I'll try and then you didn't know it and right now you discovered you're an amazing beatboxer. You're like we are. No, I absolutely cannot. <laughs> that's oh the God. best I can do. That's, that's better best. than me. But um mm. no, I've seen a few videos of like that went viral of French beatboxers. Um, 
Do you think but, it's that like French I've, tongue? But I've also heard beatboxes from other countries, and that's that's another thing. It's like that's true. Actually, you'll be surprised. There's, there's cunts everywhere. There's lovely people everywhere. There's beatboxes everywhere. Everywhere. Like, you know, like every. That's why, like. But also, I feel like it probably ties into if that that is a thing. I mean, there's literally a thing called a French kiss. It's all about like strong tongues. <laughs> right, right. Uh, no, so I, I, I don't know, but I guess it's because like in the banlieues, which is a slightly there's there's sort of ghettos of Paris. You know, uh, like in in Gato's hair, you probably yeah. get like that's where freestyle like, rapping, the like of of rapping and and, and well, it's like that. it's like yeah, creating an art from especially that's that's an interesting art from, from pain. Like, yeah, well, and from a a sense of like, uh, not even a sense of like general poverty. It's like yeah, no, I'm making art with my mouth because I can't afford paint. Right, right. You know, you where it's your like own entertainment. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. we have to. I mean, when growing up, like that was like how my brother and I entertained ourselves was like. A, a big part we had a game yeah. a game which we ripped off of a comedy central television series but like called make me laugh where we would just go back and forth trying to make the other person laugh with it like like in a certain amount of time but right, there was right, no right. it was like yeah no my favorite my family's favorite board game is let's sit around and talk about what we'd do if we won the lottery like that's right, right, right. <laughs> like we're fucking <laughs> just trash um are are the french generally more competitive than a lot of other nationalities do you think they're competitive somebody um, asked that they, somebody was like is it just me or I just uh, feel like French people are good at soccer and they're good at croissants. Uh, I don't see them as competitive. Yeah. Again, I see them maybe personally. This is personally. I see them as competitive as pretty much again any other country. Again, I'm I am privileged would be the right word that I got to live in different countries where I got to see the behavior of humans yeah. in all sorts of flavors. Well, and I think so there's something to be said about some people it's are like, extremely it's like competitive. It's, it's like the same what, as like Americans aren't competitive. Yeah. Please. You've got the Super Bowl. You've got you're so competitive. The you World let, Series. Yeah, you won't by let the way. other countries play the Super Bowl. That's how competitive you are. You really want to win. Because yeah. whoever whichever whoever wins the NFL, America wins. That, that's right? so funny. And also like that the World Series is just American baseball teams. Right, right. It's like so, that's not even a world um, series. But I think that also st- goes back to what you're saying about like there's cunts everywhere and there's good people. It's like, yeah, there's everywhere. There's super competitive competition, people. Yeah. There's competition everywhere. But it also like that sort of drives innovation to an extent or it's like, like one, one thing I hear all the time is like French people are rude and I'm like, okay, yeah, you might've had like a rude experience, especially like in Paris in cities, like yeah. Londoners, for example, Londoners can be quite rude. But then I think about that and I go, actually, what you just said is really fucking dumb because th- there's literally rude people Everywhere. Yeah, you're like. Can I be rude up? to you? Yeah, I could totally be fucking rude to you. Because Would I'm you then have to check my passport to think that I'm French? Like, like if you're rude, someone's like, "I'm sorry, are you French?" Have you, have you, the listener, been upset by anyone ever, and have they been French? Like that for me is dumb. Like w- one thing I do know though, which is true, and I actually respect the French for that, <laughs> is uh, if you go to another country and you don't learn basic, and I'm not talking about like, I'm not saying be like fluent. Please, thank you. Yes, no. That's all we want. Because one thing that I noticed, one thing that I realized is, hello, goodbye. If you go up to someone and you're like, uh, hey, how are you? Uh, where's uh, the Eiffel Tower? Um, they'll be like, oh, je sais pas. But if you go, uh, uh, s- excuse me, play. Yeah, yeah, excuse me. La, 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 tour, la, la Tour de Fell, Eiffel Tower, uh, ooh, ooh, you know, like, yeah. You can that, if you just tried, they'll be like, uh, well, actually, uh, you have to go that way. There'll be a Starbucks and then you turn. Um, yeah. Because all we want to see is you give a shit about our language. Trying. Well, no, and it's like, when, when people go, they're so rude, it's like, well, what? The same people that go, they're so rude. It's like, if someone walked up to you and just 
asked you for something in Spanish, you would just stare at right. them. It's like, you don't even know Spanish. It's, it's like, like it's like when when people when people, races go, these, these people are coming to the, our country and they're not learning these language, people. right? And I agree to a certain extent that if you move to a country, you have to learn a language. Learn America, na- it's complicated. It has three hundred languages, right? Because well, there's if people you go to fucking Bismarck. I think they literally they mainly are German, aren't they? North Dakota. Like, I didn't know that. Well, Bismarck is Otto von Bismarck, who was the guy that worked. For the yeah, German but do they Empire. speak German there? So there are there are towns that speak German, yeah. Mm. Um, but they also probably speak English, right? Yeah. Just like in California, you've got people that speak Spanish and yeah, English. So it's harder in America to say, yeah. like, learn the language because there's languages fucking everywhere. But I think most people think America, English. Like, like oh right? my God, when I, I went it's to... It's like also American's not a language. I went to Berlin and I was just getting some food and this woman came, was ordering and she wanted a curry first, which is a sausage with uh, they curry powder. They cut up a little saucy, right? yeah. Right. And you could just say, ein, curry first, bitter, right? So Ein easy. is one. Curry first is literally the name of the thing and bitter is please, right? You don't yeah. need to know much. Ein, curry first, bitter. Danke. That's thank you. Yeah. Right, this woman, you're right. Um, can I get one of them sausages with the powder on it? And I was like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, Literally no. fuck off back to your country is what yeah, I thought. Like, get out of here. You don't because even live there. You're like, go back to your own country. Not only did you not, because uh, for example, here. You I didn't sound, even try. I sound more British here than I do back at home because like, you know, I was saying to you. Um, yeah, because you sound like, very British too. Because like London, like I used to speak with a London accent. Water. Can I get some water, please? Yeah. Water, right. And actually here is water. And I used to say water. And even the water can be quite hard. Right? But I've noticed I've become more British here just to make myself more understood because I don't want, I, I want to be understood. Yeah. So this woman didn't even speak in a way that's easy English. Like, imagine if those Germans learned English in school. And they she's would, like, oh, what are they? You're right, my love. Can I get one of them sausages? Oh my God. I was like, do a fucking- Was Eleanor Conway <laughs> asking for a curry verse? I hope she's listening to this. Um, <laughs> that's, I'm like, that's so her Such accent. Reference. You're right, love. You're right, love. Um, oh, that annoyed me so much. It was like, make just the tiniest amount of effort. Yeah, no, it's like, try. And that to me isn't crazy because like, I know a decent amount of French, but I'm insecure in my abilities. So me in France is always like, uh, mm, bonjour. Like I panic and I'm like, right, right. just just say the words. And I'm like, um, excuse me. Uh. And also just so you know, this is, and this is a truth as well. Most French people that know English want to speak English because they want to learn. Like they, they want to practice it. Well, that's to me right? is like, I'm in France. I want to try. But then I think people hear this, that stereotype, like French people are rude. And then these like it's stereotypes of Americans, you know, they're fucking socks and sandals, little fanny packs go in and they're like, yeah, my cousin Larry told me they're rude. And so they already go in with this mindset. Like they hate Americans. Right, right, right. And also like in all fairness, it's, we're easy so to for hate. Example, for example, <laughs> again, I don't care who you vote for politically because there's a, a spectrum of decisions to be made. But yeah. when Barack Obama was in charge, and I, I don't know what mistakes he made to make you so angry about him, but but genuinely, uh, the rest of the world had respect for the country. America? Because they're yeah, like, look, they're progressive. It was, someone, it was someone that could at least communicate well. And I'm not talking about, like, you don't have to be a genius, but, like, if you're the president of a country, you should know how to use words slightly better than... Uh, this you should be well spoken. You have to interact with the rest of the Just world. Interact with the rest of the world. You, you should know to. how to interact with other right? people. And so, um, uh, I don't know where I was going with this, but it's um, it's that's the end of the conversation. Well, it's just like be, be more like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, is French toast really French? Do you look at French toast and go like, this oh, is no. not French? No, that's no, not French. Toast. French fries, pommes frites. Les frites. Uh, well, French is it weird fries. that they're called French fries? Is that different? 
uh, well, we don't call them, f- they're not French to us. They're just fries. They're just fries. But also, like, we don't have, like, we'll have, like, thin fries, but we'll also have the thicker ones. Those thick steak fries. Uh, frites. Those are frites. Oui, steak frites. Des frites. Um, mm. So we don't have, yeah. Um, but French toast is not French. I never had it as a kid. Yeah. French maids. French maids? I don't know. That's just a slutty costume. Yeah, yeah. Is it? You you mean slaves? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh god, so bad. Um, okay. Have you ever had French toast? Oh yeah. It's just my fet. No, what if nice. I just had like a really deep nice, fetish like, of I've French toast? It, like I think I think I had it in French Canada. Yeah. Um, because French Canada, even though it speaks French, it speaks old French as well, uh, because it kept. It, so is it, it like this evolve. old English version of French? Yeah, that sounds it, so it, stupid, sort of but evolved. it's like very like Shakespearean. Yeah, a little bit. Like all their swear words are religious swear words and stuff like. It hasn't evolved. That's like, funny. Uh, but also because they are surrounded by English speaking things, that French Canadians are very like stubborn about making sure they keep their language. They don't want to hold on. Right. They don't want to lose it. They don't want to lose it, right? Um, but what's really interesting is that they are like an Americanized British version of. French well, they're, they're still surrounded by the culture. So, so they like, are taking it in. That's what happens. You absorb the culture. So like when I do stand-up in French and I do it in Montreal or, or Quebec or whatever, I really like it because essentially it's my sense of humor, but it's just in French. Oh, While doing fine. it in France, it's still like... it's. You a have bit to do like their sense of humor more? No, I try to still bring my own thing, but there is definitely a subtle difference. Like, and like one There's day... There's different cultural things. Yeah, but also just they grew up more with theatre. So like even though stand-up, they're, they're starting to get really good stand-ups over there. Yeah. But like it still grew up from theatre. It was still very much character-based. Yeah, comedy. just kind of like big vaudevillian goofy. Yeah, and because it was still seen as theatre, I, I learned that the hard way. I did three months in Paris and one night I'm doing my show and not a single laugh the whole time. And I'm on stage for about an hour and a half. Oh my God. And it's fucking scary. An hour and a half? Yeah, yeah. I did a seven-minute set in Montreux that I bombed and I... I cannot imagine. I was like, this is the worst thing that's ever Not happened to me. Not a single laugh. And I'm I'm in robot mode. I'm just doing my thing. Like, just keep doing it's it. It's fucking hard. Do your time. And it ended actually a lot quicker because the, the laugh, normally there's time to just enjoy the <laughs> laughter. So it ended a little bit quicker. But um, I uh, I come out of the theatre and they're all there. And I'm like, oh, so oh, embarrassing. And I just put my hood over and, and then they all like, they, I come out and they're like, oh. Eric, oh putain, incroyable. They were just like enjoying it. They were just like theater. Yeah, I asked them, I was like, wait, did you enjoy it? And they were like, oh yeah, but oh putain, we loved it. It was uh, incredible. And I was like, well, why didn't you laugh? And they were like, oh, we didn't want to interrupt. We did not want to interrupt. How mad is that? And then you're like, I wanted you to interrupt. Please interrupt. Interrupt with laughter. They didn't want to interrupt with laughter, which was really interesting. That's so interesting. It's also like, oh God, like, would it have been, and you know, it would have been a subtle difference to us. So like, they obviously still enjoyed it, but like, had you gone in knowing that, would you maybe have your performance just been a little bit even better? Because you're not, because you're not going. Why aren't they laughing? Right. Why aren't they laughing? You're just like, this is how it is. Oh, I was, I was hanging it from like five minutes. Oh, in. just fucking sweating. So, yeah, yeah. Because you're like, oh, because I mean, as a comedian, your instinct is, oh, they hate me yeah yeah they hate like, this and they at hate any me. minute they're gonna stand up and start booing and also like you generally you open strong right you open strong you have to open strong your show and like when you're opener like, was like silence you're like oh, oh was like game on my best but joke it was, it was hard you're just like rocky in a boxing match um let me see when you were homeless four years yeah and it's, it wasn't homeless like 
like the homeless that we see on the streets, right? So you were like crashing on couches. Yeah, and but sometimes out of shame, because I was out of shame, I would stay outside. Outside? Yeah. Were you scared to sleep at night? Was it easier? Like, did you try to like nap during the day? Was that? Was it scary? No, but during the day I was at school, so I oh. was at school. So I would, I you know, I I sometimes, like, yeah, it was mainly it was just that I had a, because I was fifteen. Like, if I was twenty five, I wouldn't have had the help. That I got, but like because I was fifteen, you were a kid. Other people's parents people felt, are like, "What?" Yeah, people felt sorry for me. So did, luckily, I had like a lot of help from a lot of people. Did your like network of friends and stuff know that you were like actually homeless, or was it a lot of like, "Hey, could I like could I stay over?" Like, did you try to hide it? I never it? really spoke to them about that. Like in that, like it'd be interesting to like go. I'm going back for Christmas, and it, it's interesting to. I'd be interested to talk to like a lot of my friends. But, like you know like, that like my parents were gone. Yeah. Because um, I think people knew, but I I only think now reflecting back, it's I only now realize how big that was. Yeah. Because like, back when I was fifteen to nineteen, I just got on with it. Yeah, you just well because that's what everyone to. does. You, you just, have to just get on with it. I was keep like, moving. My my parents left, and and the thing is, my parents also gave me the choice. Like my mum went because they separated after like sixteen years together. Yikes. And which is hard as well. Now I sympathise with my parents. I after yeah, a breakup with a two for two years, it's quite scary, right? Yeah. Or, so they, my mum left, and because it was just when I was like doing my GCSEs, which is important to get to A levels, which is important to get to university. Yeah. Um. I was like, no, I've got to stay and do my schooling. I really want schooling. It's important for me. Yeah. And it was important for me because neither of my parents had schooling. So for yeah. me, I was like... I ended up like these boneheads. Right. I wanted to achieve a little bit more if I could. And then my dad, just, he got so sad and stuff. That it was hard. He got lost in his work and he got invited to work in Dubai. So he went there and he was like, do you want to come with? And I went, again, same thing. I've got to do schooling. But in my head, I was like... Obviously, they'll work out a they'll, situation. They'll work it out, right? And they were like, see ya. I went, <laughs> um, okay, uh, okay, wait. Wait, okay, what? No, but, but I... Uh... And so that was... That, that's when it got hard. But so during it, you just get on with it. Have you talked to them about it? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, like it was good. Did they even realize? Yeah, but the thing is, after a 16-year breakup, you know, like... You're I like to, so I to, devastated. I, I mean, have to understand what they were dealing with, right? When it's like hard to... When you're that, that's devastating. And so to how... Like, I can see how someone's judgment also could be... Impaired. Impaired if that they're like, they I'm AI. sorry that I didn't. <laughs> I, I am not letting you put a chip in me. But uh, not a chip, but a frit. <laughs> okay, well, let me put it that way. <laughs> Load me with fries. I do it anyway all the time. Um, let me see. Um, comedy inspirations. Need comedy them? inspirations. Uh, so if I'd say Jim Carrey was my big first one at the beginning that's but, so funny because that makes so much sense. Right. Whereas like when people ask me my comedy inspirations, I feel like whatever I tell them, they're like, huh. Because I'll be like Carlin, and they're like, "But, hmm, right? You don't really seem like Carlin." Yeah, but the thing is, if you're a proper comedian, you'll have multiple people that of you course, love, right? It's not but like, like my first one was Jim Carrey, and that was only from movies. I didn't yeah, know he, I didn't even know that he was a stand-up. The stand-up, yeah. I didn't, you don't. We don't grow up with SNL. Uh, you know, no, you're just like inspired by what's in front of you. Like now, like Europe and stuff, we'll see SNL sketches because of the internet. But back then, yeah. we didn't. So I love because Jim I was like Carrey. Chris Farley, <laughs> right? And then I fell in love with like. Some other comedians like Bill Hicks, I really liked, and then Dave Chappelle, I really loved Dave Chappelle. Oh, and so then Eddie Izzard for me was a big deal because he was surreal and he was, uh, you know, I sort of related to him a little bit because he traveled a lot and his mum. He did, he had the French thing too. So, yeah, he had so, the French thing. Yeah, so <laughs> like, there was all of that. And then I realized that 
because so then I want I wanted to be a comedic actor. I realized that I'm quite long limbs. I've got a weird face. You know, it's good. It's guns. great for comedy. Oh, perfect! For, I'm really happy. I love the way I look, but very much funny bones. Like so many people were funny like, bones. "You've got funny bones, right?" Because I knew how to use it, and I did clowning in Paris. You know, so I knew what, what I was doing with my body. That's great having that but, much awareness. Do you but, do yoga? I do yoga now. Yeah, yeah. It's that's very, uh, that's great for that. It's, it's just like good. really being in touch with your body, right? Uh, and but I then found out that Jim Carrey and Robin Williams as well, who's a big inspiration. I love they him. did stand up, and I went oh, and I was like that's an in, and so that's why uh, I started stand up was actually oh, wow. because of the comedic actors that I fell in love with. You realize they'd done stand up, you're like, well, I'm gonna go into that right. too, and that's just one more way to like get a foot in the door. Yeah. So like long term, your goal is like very much comedic acting. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm too in love with stand-up now. That's the thing is, like, once you do it, I, the first time I did stand-up was like, how do people get on SNL? I'll just try that. Some of right. them were stand-ups, and then I immediately was like... <gasps> so I'm so I'm able to... Uh, what's really nice is because my focus is movies as well. Yeah. Is that I'm not in a rush with stand-up. Like, you know, You're not like, like, I need this next thing, this special, that thing. Right, like, like, I'm, I'm just enjoying the process. Yeah, I've been doing it for 10 years, and I remember, like, thinking, oh, in 10 years' time, I would like to have a special. I haven't got the special yet. That's fine. And you're like, whatever. Another five years, 10 years, 20 years. You got an album. I've got an album. So yeah, that's great. That's, that's, so that's a cool thing because in the UK, we don't do albums because most people Interesting. don't, we, well, we don't drive as much. Like I realized why albums were popular in America. The drive is so car. fucking long. Things to listen to. It's also, I think, why podcasts are much bigger here, too. Yeah, massive. massive Things hit. to listen we to. We don't have it as much over so there. So, yeah, I have like two minutes on the tube. I'm not going to listen to your whole fucking podcast. Right. So I then realized all of a sudden the value in, in the in Having the an audio out. Yeah. And, and not just having it out there, like, just to make yourself, you know, get, grow an audience. But actually, it felt quite good to just go... Here is an hour of solids. Like this is good stuff. It's cool as like a capsule of your own capsule. work. Yeah. So because it, it's like with paintings, you have a thing. You know, right. it's like here is that work. And with us, it's like, where, where do I, where do I put it? I just just gone now. Where do I put all the stuff? So, so it's really nice. And what's nice is that look, it's an album, which means that I could do all of that stuff on Netflix if I wanted to. do. Yeah. Like, it's not lost. But what's really nice is that it's now cataloged, and I can move on. Uh, you can move on without being like, but all this work I did yeah. was it? F- what was it for? Right. And so that feels good to uh I love that. To have. Yeah. Um God, that's and this the album you have coming out is your first album. First album, uh it's called Alien of Extraordinary Ability, which yes. is the title that um uh anyone that's not American that moves to America, if you apply for a visa. Oh, for the visa, I heard yeah. I uh just heard someone talking about that. So any foreigner will have it. So if you're an alien, that's because you're a foreigner, and extraordinary ability is anyone that works in the arts, science, that's, sports. Oh, that's interesting that's everything. I thought it was like just arts and it's like No, it's like if you've got What uh, an ego boost. Extraordinary ability. That is basically sort of this self employed job that you create yourself. It's an extraordinary ability. Wow. Uh, also which puts a lot of pressure. Yeah, for sure. And it's also what a shattering moment for them to be like no, you're not good enough for this visa. Because someone's <laughs> right. like, no, this is only for people with extraordinary ability. And you're <laughs> right. like, your whole life just crumbles before your face. Like, no! Um, in the effort, this is, uh, in the spirit of Thanksgiving. Is Thanksgiving just an American thing? Uh, I think it's it's spreading. Because, I mean, like, I guess it's because like back based in, on the pilgrims or whatever. Yeah, so it's, it's very much an American thing. But back in the UK, you know, I had before I moved here, I had American friends and they would invite us to Thanksgiving because what was really nice is you Americans love your holidays and you've got Halloween, which you take insanely seriously. We don't have it as serious. I've noticed, like, I love Halloween. I love dressing up. 
I'm starting to think that the people take it very seriously are actually like scary evil people. I'm like, are you a real witch? What's going on? Right, right, right. <laughs> but maybe that's just because I'm getting lazier and I'm like, what do you still have decorations? <laughs> but I quite like it that you take it that seriously. It is and then, fun. And then you've got obviously Christmas, but in between you've got Thanksgiving. Which Thanksgiving gets shafted, seriously. even though it gets taken seriously. Shaft. I feel like, I just feel like these Christmas decorations are coming in earlier and earlier. I'm like, we are forgetting Thanksgiving. Oh, right, right, right. Anyway. No, but like, it doesn't feel like you get forgotten. Like, it, it feels yeah, like it's still right. very much an event. It's my While favorite. In the UK, we only have Christmas, and because of movies and like Hollywood movies and stuff. Now Halloween's becoming a bigger thing, but it's kind of not really. It's like, like uh, it's, there's parties, but like we'll have one party for that one night. Yeah, know? and it's almost just like a th- it's not the holiday; it's just like a theme party about the like. Right, and so if you know any Americans, uh, they'll have Thanksgiving, and generally the Americans will invite their British friends, their French friends, or whatever. And that's quite nice. I, I, I quite enjoy it. And it's quite nice to just go, what are you thankful for? It's quite that nice is to... like the root of that. Like just the idea of that dinner and everyone going like, what what are you giving thanks for? But the British are very cynical, right? <laughs> so like I like Americans in a way that you guys just always like just this fucking constant happy, which is freaky as hell. What's right? fake? It is. It is yeah. But it doesn't but think it, like for example, my mental health has definitely felt better in America because everyone has got this. Well, no, that's the thing. Well, it's, I do wonder, like sometimes with the fake it till you make. Because lately, with my mental health, because I feel like I hit like, you know, I feel like I took a lot of strides, and now I'm like, where do I go from here? I know I still have issues, but I'm further than I was. I've thought about like just leaning in and doing a year of like, let me just like fully try to go corny, like. Take it till we make it. Type ju- of thing. Like, just lean into like all the LA fucking. Give me the crystals, and even though like the really in my brain, I go, you fucking. Don't. It's, again, it's, it's it's it's. But I'm like, yeah, let me get some sunshine. But you know, all, you know all those things, those crystals and all those things. If you brings you joy, that's brilliant, right? That's it's working. But if it all actually, of, all of those things are to give you a sense of control. Because why we're not in control. And that's probably most people's anxiety. It's, I mean, that's where OCD it's, it's comes terrifying. from. Is like the fucking yeah. When I was, so I opened with the free will thing, and I was, uh, I was saying to someone, look, I don't think we have free will. And I was explaining, and they didn't believe it. And I was explaining it to them, and then they were like, sort of going, "Oh shit!" Like it seems like you've got a point here. And I went, "But that's not scary, right? That's not scary to not being just once you accept that you're not in control. Then you can breathe. Then you go like, oh, it's not." Because the yeah, you don't have to blame yourself anymore. For yes, stuff, for example, you could just be like, look, the I'm silver lining right is like, I can't. I, there's nothing I could do. And you're still in control of certain things. Like you, you could still like, for example, even though I don't think that, you know, when I when I the, the ex- where I am right now is a, a collection of why I am the way I am. Like, yeah, it's a terrible sentence. What I just said. <laughs> but I'm a cause and effect of, of of the years before me. Yes, but like I am in control of like if today I want to go write some more material. Y- you can. You know, you're just you're in control of the local areas, yeah, local things. But ultimately, in the bigger the outcomes, the yeah, you're not in control, and so that's why when people go, "Oh, I had a bad day because Mercury's in retrograde," I'm like, "Mate, what? A planet? Fucking? You don't want to feel like there is no answer. Like it's people wanting to go. It's because of instead of just going, it just happens." Because that's fucking, I guess, daunting. Shit happens, right? People. Yeah. Well, they also think it works the other way too. Is that some people blame Mercury in retrograde because it's like, yeah, maybe. It's nice to blame someone else. I didn't get the job because Mercury's in retrograde. It's like, maybe you're also just not qualified for the job. Right. <laughs> but it's a lot easier to blame a planet. It's a lot yeah. easier to blame immigrants. Yeah. Rather than just go, this is shit. These, uh, these crystals must be broken. And you're like, right. fuck. Oh, Thanksgiving. Who would you uh, like to eat, have eat? This is a fucking... I have a listener who sent this to someone else for Halloween. Who'd you like to have eat cranberry sauce out of your butthole? Huh? Wow. One person, dead or alive. Or both. Oh, my God. Um, David Bowie. Oh, no. that's nice. 
Uh, well, it's sexual, so oh, because it's quite because I've I've had like a ton. I guess up it didn't have to be before. out of your butthole. I guess it could just be off your ass. If I'm reading the question right. Oh well, that's different. That is different. It's less intimate. But so. like. Uh, because of now the, the imagery, bum. I've had. A, I've had. Uh, That's know, what people, love is. It's love, isn't it? Yeah. I've had people. So I'm probably because I am a heterosexual man. I probably want a woman to do it, but I wouldn't want her to feel degraded. I don't want her to like be like, oh, I'm enjoying this. Let's just assume whoever it is is loving would it. Be like, ah, I cannot wait to eat. Maybe they just also really love cranberries. Probably Helen of Troy. <laughs> right, because because she she started a whole war because of how beautiful she was. Right. Like wow. thousands of ships were sailed because of her beauty. And to have that yeah. woman be so So I'd, li- I'd like to see how beautiful she is. And <laughs> then I'll be l- also be like, that would be a great story to tell. Like, Actually, she's like, she's pretty cool about it. She just like <laughs> really wanted to eat cranberries off my butt. I don't I love that. Oh, and then the entire war would descend upon you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the past. Yeah. Uh. That'd be nice. Okay. What, if, what if, like, I invent a time machine in the future, and actually, and that's I'm, what you do. That's where you implanted the idea, and then I can't, I can't stop thinking about Helen of Troy. You get, you get one trip, and I, you're like, <laughs> I make the trip back, and actually, that's what causes the war. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Shit. Well, it's, I mean, we don't have. It's beyond our control, you know. Right. It's, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, your words. Okay, where can people find you? Are you touring in the states at all? Not really, because no. um, you so need I, to be. God damn it! Because I spoke to you about this, right? In that, like, I know my worth, right? And I am a good comic. Now, I'm not you, driving to bumfuck. Yeah, if you want to see me do five minutes, that's totally fine. Like in LA, if you want to see me do all these free shows, I'll always come because I I understand that that's how LA is. But if I send you a tape of me doing my set in Johannesburg or in Montreal Festival, right, where people people work their fucking asses off to get invited to it. And I've yeah. done it twice, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not like, I'm not like the best comedian around. But you're but not I'm a hobo off the street who's like, I guess I could be a comedian. Yeah, you're an I'm experience. pretty fucking good and I'm a headliner. Yeah, you have and a great s- resume. You ha- you can back it up with like proven right. success with your and work. So when, when I message a, like a club and I'm like, hey, just, you know, I am a headliner. Uh, like, and I don't know how I phrase it, but I phrase it in a pretty good way. I showed them my IMDb credits to show them I've done films because I know that's what it's, it's important credits for. yeah like, I don't do credits in the UK but apparently it's important here I send them all of that so and then dumb. they're like we'd love to see you do five minutes I just sent you a video where we've got six million views of me killing it and then it's a standing ovation would you, would you mind would you mind trusting I would love me? to see your I don't know if I could be of any help but if you ever want me to like Look at your booking email and see if there's anything we could like rephrase. I, mean, I, I need to like essentially restart. And I think having the album out coming out will. It's will a help. huge thing. Yeah, will yeah. Definitely help. But what's I think? Because uh, yeah, that's I a just, crime to me. Because you're so, so fucking funny. But it's, it's fine. That's what I was telling you. I'm angry, determined now because I do know that I'm good, and it'll it will happen if it'll I just keep it. working hard. Yeah. But like, and also I'm happy to feature. That's not an issue. I'm happy to go you're and like, not I'll earn. show up and like prove to you. For a paying job, I will payment. prove. I will prove that the next time you should book me as a headliner. Right. Yeah. Like that, and that's totally fine. And some clubs have just trust me. Like they've watched the video and I've gone, oh, you'll yeah, we'll definitely get you on. Um, like comedy club on state, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, it's the best, isn't it? The fucking best club. Like um, one of the best in the country. Now, thankfully, I got invited there to feature for Daniel Sloss, who's which incredible. is huge. Yeah, and um, he's great. He's great. His shows Jigsaw and Dark are fucking incredible. Uh, um, but. Um, but then they saw me and they were like, oh, you're obviously a headliner. I was like, well, thank you. And so they invited me to do that. And that's where we recorded the album. Which so is great. Oh, what a good. great venue. It's the best. It's the uh, best. To record an album, that's awesome. And it's not just one of the best in America. It's one of the best in the world. It's like, just a good club. Well, you know what? I was talking to a couple UK comics when I was over there just for Edinburgh and stuff. But like, there's really more of a middle class of comedy there. Where like, you can kind of make a living 
What, in the UK? W- without being... It seems like... I could be wrong. Go on. It seems like in in comedy in the States, you have to go for... A, it, it's like a huge... Like, I'm not saying anyone can go do it, but like, right. like there's this huge gap in uh, stand-up where you go from like the bucket spots in the five minute and then like... And, and then, then there's like these huge headliners right, right. where it's like... So, I don't know. It seems like people are i guess maybe it feeds into like the credits not being a huge thing where people are willing to like i'll just go see comedy back in the uk like what's really lucky is that because it's like it's one state think of it as one state but then that one state has as many cities as your whole country right yeah london and then like next over is reading and that's half an hour away on a train there's cambridge half an hour on a train there's brighton about an hour on a train like all of these and cities, they all have their own they've got their own thing and then in between those cities it's not like there's space like you know like los angeles to tucson and arizona it's, it's like six desert, hours right? yeah so it's like more cities more there's towns just, in between those big, big cities there's loads of towns so there's and it's accessible because it's all close together right and so they pay already they pay their acts in london right yeah but then when you leave you you get you get paid and, and so very quickly if you've got a good five minutes you you move up you can move up quite quickly yeah and you get paid and that's your job um assuming you're good and doing the work is what i meant but like right we're here it seems like you could be good and still like financially so what, so what be floundering in like, this weird like yeah. i can do hours i'm a capable headliner like but like why can't i and then the amount of money a lot of places are trying to offer it's like i'm not come i'm not taking a eight hour flight for three hundred dollars that right. I'm going to lose on the flight? That's, like, a, that's the thing. If they paid for the flight, for example, they paid for the hotel put you up. and only 300 bucks, fine, fine, I'll come. That's, but like the fact that we have to pay for everything is insane it's to like me. It's like I'm losing money. It's insane. I, there's so many comedy competitions. I entered two because I was desperate and then I went, go fuck yourself. Uh, You're asking for my money to give you talent. Are you insane? Yeah. That is not how it should work. No, you it's should crazy. Be, Thank you for coming all the way to Montana to do Big Sky Comedy Festival. <laughs> That's one example because I paid for it. I showed yeah. them a good, strong video. Didn't get invited. That's totally fine because lots of people, there's lots of amazing talent out there. Yeah, yeah. But don't make me pay. For, give me my fucking money back then. You, you refund cuts, me. Right? Because that is insane. To it's also like if you're, do, if you're having people submit, having, and then like bringing these people into a festival. Here's the problem I have with a lot of festivals here is that like uh, all the festivals I've done abroad, I've been paid for. Uh, everyone Montreal I was invited they paid for my flight they, they paid me they money flew me out, they flew me out they up. paid everything yeah and it's like I had already done a ton of American festivals before I had done that and then I was like oh so I came from this mindset of like that's just what you do and then I was like oh we're all getting and it's like what a privileged place I've now done these festivals to be like you're all getting fucked but and it's that, like that is it, a perfect example of Americans not realizing because they don't travel out right the amount of times that people are like well that's just how it is in LA and I'm like just so you know LA is the worst comedy scene in the world yeah hands down one of the worst in the world oh it's a terrible because scene it's about it's all about sucking each other's dick and going and you can't develop it's like now oh you, fi- you finally got picked out of the bucket now I have to do my goddamn like this is the best three minutes because half the room books other shows right. i need to keep i need more spots i need you to know that i'm capable so now i can't even work out an idea right where it's like if i have a fucking three minute set i should be working out something new like i shouldn't yeah. be like it's 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 insane and so so what actually and there's what, these like made up clicks of some people have this idea of like alt 
comics versus club comics, and I'm like, yeah, I've never put me up anywhere. Yeah, what are I'm you? I'm a comedian. I'll make I'll make your audience laugh. I'll perform at your bowling alley. Just so it's, it's compensate me fairly. It's insane. That's so that actually what what's so what I've learned now, which actually again I'm glad that I experienced it because back in the UK I was only a comic. So actually I became complacent. Because I was happily just doing that. Yeah. While here, I've got my fingers in multiple pies. So the way I see it is, okay, I can't get on your gig because I'm, I don't know why, but I'm certainly Well, now I'm going to sell a TV so show and then I'm you're going to be yeah. like... So I wrote, I wrote a script. I was, I'm going to do, I'm going to do it that way because at some point I'll be in movies where you'll be going, can I, can you please come to my show? And then you'll show up and be like, no, hey... Well, I can't now because I'm doing my hour special. Oh yeah, no. Oh, the fucking... Which like, I know sounds like I'm big-headed. But no, actually, the like, fantasy I have of some places annoying. that have been like so like disregarding of me. It's like there were some people, like some clubs, where I'm like, you could have just not answered the email, and I wouldn't have thought less of you. I'd have been like, they just never got to my email. I'll send it again when I send another round of emails. Right. But the dismissiveness of some people is like, I fucking, you better hope to God I don't make it. Like I get all crazy. Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm gonna come do a, a show in the parking lot I'm next to you. Down on you. Yeah, bitch. like it's like who do I think I fucking? But also it's like. But it's important to have your own back, and it's well, yeah. Oh, and the your, idea of it's important to know your your self worth, and I will and always, draw a line on it. Yeah, I will always do your free shows in LA. I will always come and do it uh, if you invite me. Invite um, him for fuck's sake if you're if you have a show but, and you're listening to but this. Fuck me, like just. I don't know whose dick I have to suck. And I will become friends with you if we naturally become friends. I'm not going to pretend to be friends with you because I... I hate that. I don't want to actively try... Who's the one that books this gig? Oh, can we be friends? I'm not going (laughs) to hang out with someone I can't stand because, like, they have a show. Like... I, you should not get booked because you like me. You should book me because I'm fucking good. Yeah. And that's one problem, genuinely, and I'll fucking say, with a lot of the comedy clubs, the big ones, if you like, yeah. in Los Angeles, because they're booking shit comedy. You know, if you paid comedians, right? If you actually, yeah, yeah. And I'm not talking about like the fucking pussy little tent. I pay my comedians at Comedian Cinema Club yeah. more than the comedy store does or improv. That should not work like that. I pay more, right? Because that's how you should do it. Yeah. And if if you paid comedians a certain amount of money, the club would start going, are they worth that? Are they worth that? Yes. Come in. Are they worth that? No. Fuck off and get better. And the yeah. lineups on so many comedy clubs in Los Angeles are utter dog shit. Because the... the because, oh, we'll, we'll book each other's friends and how many credits? I, for example, when I host, I don't do credits. No, I do, because well, one day, it's like, also one day nobody someone, cares. Because someone one day someone was like, "Oh, can you do the credits?" I went, "Just so you know, I don't do that." And she was annoyed, and I was like, "Well, I'm well sorry. it's because she she, she can't back up and her." She was so shit, and I went, "Go fuck off and write some better jokes because you're wasting my time and you're wasting the, the audience's, audience's time. time." When it's like, "Oh, you just think that like maybe having the credits name will give you like a pass, and people will be like, well, we like her because she was on this thing, he was on this thing.'" I know I'm angry, but like, but, I know you're but, angry. Like, it's, it's insane the amount of shit comedy there is out there. Pay, if you paid them, if you paid 20 bucks, right? And I'm not talking about like the, the ones that like, you know, like on Saturday night uh, at the main room lab, for example, everyone gets like 35. And actually people, people are good at Main that. room lab. Oh, at the improv? Uh, the improv, for example. Yeah. It's about 35 bucks or whatever. And actually people, people are fucking strong. Those yeah. Strong comics. But I'm talking about like just literally most nights, if you made sure that there is a payment, you, the booker, will you start would thinking, then consider... are they worth it? Are they worth it? Probably not. Well, then I'm not going to book them. Because yeah. then once your comedy nights are getting better, audiences are going to come. Well, th- yeah, but then it's... But if but they walk away going, that was fine. You never want your audience to walk away going, oh, that yeah, was Oh, yeah, with like fine. bringers roads and stuff. But then it also comes into like, uh, which is fine from a business perspective. Then, you, then you're then you also going, who's 
who's putting butts in the seat? Like, if I'm paying this much money, I need to make sure I'm making that much money. Right. Whereas, like, like with a comedy store, if you get a main room set uh, at the comedy store, and it's a comedy store show, they do have, like, some nights that are outside producers, but, like, Friday, Saturday, and I think Wednesday nights, it's, like, they split they split what they make at the door with the comics. That's cool. So they want to make the most money they can make, obviously, and sure. then it's, like, who on this lineup is worth over it's a few hundred dollars right, you know right, what i mean right, like right. depending on the lineup so then you run into it's not even running into it's like where do you, how do you find the balance of god i would now i'd love to actually interview a booker <laughs> but like of we need an, we need enough people that are like these names that draw people in sure. while still we still want to have the opportunity for these new newer right right less known comedians to be seen to develop and, and then it's I, I get the mentality of it getting easy to just go, just fucking put the cr- the people just money, 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 and going yeah, like. Yeah. And I and, don't and know. the thing is, and I still don't know how to play the, the game because uh, I've been Fuck, ta- I've been I'm ta- the like, wrong I, person to ask. Let's say the comedy store for example. Yeah, yeah. Right? I can't just keep going now. I go there every now and then for like a pint. I'll actually treat it like going to the pub, right? Yeah. Because I already know I'm not going to get on, right? Um, the the booker seen me plenty of times kill it and one day said, I've got people like Pat Oswald to book. That's literally verbatim <laughs> what he said to me. And I went, okay, fine. You've no, got, you've Adam! Got, you've got a weird attitude and I've got, I now have a weird attitude towards him. I mean, we'll, we'll always, I'll always be friendly. But the fact that he said that, I was like, you don't even know who I am, mate. And it's not like you should treat... If I, I may... But like, just say hello. Just say, sorry, mate, busy. And I get that you're busy, but don't talk rudely. It was Maybe if, if, I'm, if I may interject... Do it. Going back to the conversation we had earlier about not knowing where people are coming from or what has led them to have that reaction. Oh, for sure. That's because you've told me that story, and I'm like, what? My head. I've always. uh, Is that like maybe? That's my only point of reference from him. Is that for all we know, and I'm not, maybe he was just being a dick. Maybe but for all bad, we know, yeah, he had a bad, bad day maybe, 20 whatever. minutes ago, he just got off the phone with Patton Oswalt's agent and he was like, it's Patton Oswalt. And right, he's yeah. like, well, now I have to, oh, I, have, I have Patton Oswalt to book. Oh, for sure. But what you see my anger, my, oh, my no, anger, of course. No, but what I'm saying is this, this is super interesting. My anger is how coal miners feel or whatever, because all of a sudden, exactly. This who's in charge. So Adam has is now just going, I can't. And now you're like, why not? I'm the capable. I've been right. doing this job yeah, right. so forever. It's super interesting. So like, I'm angry and like, I'm not in control. There's nothing I can do. But then it's like, give me a crystal. Well, because I yeah, I want a fucking crystal. Man. <laughs> well, because I try to do that too. With like, because there's rooms that don't book me in LA, and I'll go like, I'll go down this rabbit hole. Of like, because I have bo- rooms that do book me, and like some of that, like the comedy store, I'm very lucky that like they book me, be- mostly because it's like that's actually money I make when they right. book me. And then like there's I do spots in a lot of places, and there's places that don't, and I get caught up in this like. I see your lineup. Like I, I'm, I'm just as capable as everybody you're booking. Right. Why did you say no to me? And it's hard. It's hard to get the right balance between getting angry and understanding why you're angry. Yeah, and, and then, then it's like <sighs> wondering what that person's thinking of. Like, it also sucks to be in the on the end of like, oh, you're not booking me because I can't help you. Whereas like, oh, ma- you're booking this person because they have a TV show. Maybe one day you could produce on their TV right, show. Right, right. And it's like this like them it's going like oh they're playing the game or maybe i they're just i'm just not for them but like and then also i and not that it makes it totally okay i understand the this especially in la this bubble where people are so loudly like straight white men are the enemy now this thing of a booker going like people are fucking counting them in on my lineup and like 
it's not that I don't like women, but now there's all these eyes on me. Am I booking enough women? Am I booking enough this? That someone isn't going to like accuse me. So mate, for Comedian Cinema Club, right? So uh, I run it for those listeners. I run it. Which I want to come to. I want to do. But like, I'm I'm just keeping out of fucking town. Um, I was devastated, by the way, when we had to move that show. I had the, when when we were going to do Frozen, I had like a whole mustache. And like, I remember telling someone about it. I was like, I'm going to do Comedian Cinema Club. This is, I just have to tell you this. And I was like, um, we're doing Frozen and you're never going to guess who I'm playing. And they're like, is it that little man with the mustache who dances? And I was like, is that who I am? <laughs> like, why did you guess that so quickly? But it was so funny. Like, I booked the people that I just enjoy being with. And regardless of white men or not. Now, yeah. not more no, white which men is... get in touch with me. So it's just, they're, they're always more white men. Well, I've and noticed that when I booked a show, I was like, fucking... I I tried to do a PSA of like you gotta you gotta fucking reach out, ladies. Yeah, and like no one would email me. And it's 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 annoying because you know if you're booking a show, you sometimes just go for the easier thing. So I again, it's just what's in front of me. Sometimes, yeah. And but I I am I'm, I try to have like a nice collage of different people from all over the place. But there is more than white men. Yeah. And then uh, like I had like an act who. I just saw him as an act who's fucking good, really really funny. Yeah. And. Uh, and he was black, and for me that wasn't a problem. I didn't. I didn't. You didn't think, think anything it. of it. He, he did. I mean, obviously he did, and that's totally fine. And I, but I went. He went. Oh, I'd like to get more black males on it. Then I was like, okay, but like, I don't know that many. That, Can you that like are interested in in wanting to do the show? And so I was like, oh, I'm open to like thinking about it, but like. It's annoying that you. Uh, and I was annoyed, but and it wasn't this idea. Wasn't like fair. I'm not actively not letting. It's just I don't know who they are. Have them and, reach and out also, to me. Like, but also like. I don't book you because you're black or not. I just book you because you're good. Like, yeah. So, uh, you know, if it's a whole show of women, great. I've got like, I've got. Well, if it's like I'm, organically, I'm like this. Yeah, o- base organically, of, yeah. Well, no, and it's like as someone who is in a like, I don't, in a like minority category in terms of stand up comedy. Right. You know, allegedly, whatever. Uh, I appreciate that because I want to know if you book me on your show, it's not because you're not booking me because you're like, because we have to bring in a, another one. It's like I want to. I want to feel like, oh, I'm here because I'm as funny as everybody else on the show. Right. Not it's because not like, you lowered the bar. Because also to me, it's like if you're lowering the bar to bring me in. To me, what that says is like, oh, you don't think women are as can be as good. Right. So when even, when I hear other women go like, well, you know, if we lowered the bar a little to encourage, it's like now you're saying that you don't think there are women who are as good as those men, and fuck you for saying. Right. That. Right. Right. Because that takes away from the people who are. And you know one of the problems about the the fact that I don't know that many people to book is Brian Vokey pointed it out. Because uh, I, I said to him, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm upset that I upset him. Uh, because I'm trying to be nice. I'm always, I was always just thinking about it. I was like, you know, I, I don't book maybe maybe as many black actors as, as I'd like. And yeah. it's true. And he was like, Eric, you're not on a comedy scene. Because and I, cause no one's booking you. <laughs> and, went, and you were like, well, this is a real fucking like pickle we have ourselves in. No, but like, real he, catch he, 22. Made, he made an interesting point is that I don't know as many acts and I won't book you just because you're a certain category. But you, oh, yeah, because you like be I, your funny. name's on flyers. It's like, send funny. me your tape. Are you, can I, can I, it's a, meritoc- it's a meritocracy. If you fucking send me a message saying, hey, can I do a show? I will still want to see you, but like, for example, if some people, for example, I hadn't seen, but they came to the show three times. Yeah. And then I was like, man, you, okay, I'll, 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 I'll give you, you a on. fucking, then you supported sh- the show. And then if they're shit, I'm like, cheers. Thanks for doing the show. <laughs> I, don't, I don't owe you anything. Yeah. You're like, I did my, my good service for the but like, rest you know, of your you, life. You, you, you have to give people a shot. And that's why like with, of course, with like with, with me, I, I do struggle because at some point, like whenever I do a show, people are like, oh, you're, you're good. 
but then it's hard to move forward here. While, let's say, for example, in New York or in London, it feels like if you do a good show, people are like, oh, that's good. Do you want to do another show? Another, I'll get, I've got another show. Do you want to it? It do does feel like that's what I liked about New York was that, like, I did one set and then it's it was a merit- like, it's a meritocracy. Come do this show, come do that show. Where in LA, it's like, A, there's this false idea that, like, we're fucking surrounded by good people, which there are not, there are plenty of, like, good and decent and great comedians in LA, but it's like, that's not enough here. Like, it's right. like, I think most shows will book you for your credits over your skill, your credits right. or like, who are you friends with over like whether or not your set was good. Right. Because it's like, there's some people who, I don't know. It's like, they keep getting spots in the same little circle though. Right. And it's like, that's cool. You're getting up everywhere, but They're like not growing. But I tell you what, I have massive respect for American comics now because I, because of how hard it is here. Because it's like, massive respect a fucking like, pain like, especially if you're starting in LA like it's insane and some some comics out there are so good and they don't have representation which again in the UK very quickly you'll get representation you'll get snapped up very quickly yeah here it's very just quickly. like keep doing what you're it's like you have to like buy s- it's that thing of like going into a job and then being like well we only want to hire people with experience and you're like well, how, do you, me, ex- I, how do you get experience yeah. yeah and it's just like when you go to an agency, they're like, well, you know, you don't really have any credits. And it's like, yeah, that's why I'm here. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I know how to do stand up. I don't know how to get myself in the fucking door of the person who turns on the camera. Yeah. It's, you know? it's hard. It's really hard here. So I have massive respect to like so many comics now. So many people. I love that it's just like driving you to work harder. That's fucking, all, you know, all that's yeah, the I, best case scenario. Because you, you heard my, my little anger thing. Like, it's like, Okay, but use that anger to fuel me rather than get angry at other people. Yeah, like, put like, that energy into the art versus like, instead of like actively, you know, like when you said, revenge. When you used it, when you said like Adam, the the guy that books comedy store, like I don't want to have that memory of him. I want to have a memory where we have a drink one day. Well, it's like to like, me, he like but that's literally the only interaction I've ever had. With well, him. and it's like the only reason, like a, I mean, I can fully cop to like I get extra sensitive about the comedy store on all fronts so like when people go like comedy stores and book women I'm like don't don't you fucking say that about the comedy store don't you take away the fact that I'm a woman and how hard I work but like on all aspects but then also just like knowing Adam that like I don't I'm like also Adam doesn't owe me anything well no but it's also just knowing him as a human he's like such an actually sensitive like person who is in my opinion or at least when he first started the job, which was a few years ago, like right. a little overwhelmed. Like if he knew, and I'm sure you're not the only person that has that sort of like, this was my one interaction. But if he were to hear like, yeah, this one guy, like this is what you said to him and how he feels. He'd be like, Oh man, like, right. Oh, what a bummer. Like, I don't, I don't want anyone to think like, and, and that's actually, that's, that's another thing as well. I don't know how to, you know, like send a good email because, uh, if let's say a booker, a booker must get, Hundreds That's of emails. That's the thing, like, is it like going hundreds like hundreds of emails? And there are probably at least half of them psychos. Just the, the That's the thing, no is like, talent. how do you, as a booker in LA, discern like who is an actual. Because <laughs> he must know, he must be aware. He's like, there's got to be people who are very talented that I haven't even seen, haven't heard of, people who just don't even come here. And then you're getting these things from people who are like, expert comedian. It's a person who's done five minutes once, you right, know? Right, right, right. And, and, and the thing is, see, my annoyance towards what he said wasn't because I put myself on a pedestal. It wasn't like, does he know who I am? It was more like, just dude, like, do you talk like that to people? Just like, give just me a chance. Mics? Like, like, imagine if I was like, it was my first year and I'm like, hey, I really want to do the comedy night. Hello. And he's like, you yeah, know? get in line, bud. I'm like, oh, this is really hard and difficult. Well, see, there's like, my brain has, 
I'm on the fence on stuff like that too because it's like no like don't like don't discourage people's dreams but then there's a part of me it's like yeah a few more people could deser- could get discouraged and we'd so be so okay. many people need to be discouraged <laughs> yeah, like, that is true as well it's like oh maybe he does do that actively it's like look if you can't take this get the fuck but again that, that, <laughs> this, that discouragement needs to be done I think with payment properly yeah right in that like you should only put people up that are really good not your friend yeah I don't want to be your friend I want to be a comic that you I want to deserve it because I deserve it because right. of my art yeah, because yeah. of my work um, God, we've spoken for a long time. Yeah, we have. I'm so sorry if I've how, kept you. How long has it? How long has this been? I've t- this is a long one. We're over two hours. Jesus Christ! I don't know if I should split this into two or just. Is anyone going to listen to this? I think th- yes. Which oh. I'm always surprised. Some of my the episodes I get the most feedback on that people are like this was so big for me are like I have a three hour episode that it's one of my top. Oh, amazing! Listen to it was also about a very heavy like racial issues the entire time. Right, but right, right. But you're, you know, you're good vibes. Jess. I mean, people yeah. are in the car for multiple hours. This is, could be someone's commute to and from work. Is this whole episode? You know. Well, I'm, I'm, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you, you drive have good safe. Good vibes. Um, you're great. Last time, where can people find you, and what is the name of your album? So uh, my album is Alien of Extraordinary Ability. It is available to pre-order now, but it is out on the 9th of November. Officially. Yeah. But yeah, you can pre-order it. Pre-order it. Go. Uh, you're, I mean, you're genuinely. He's and so. And I funny. really do. Like, I am like happy with it. I like. I do like it. So I, d- I love it. That's like, a good feeling. A lot of people aren't when they they're like, I don't know. I could have done better. Yeah, I mean, you can always do better. Yeah. Always also, don't listen to it five back. years from now and reflect back on it because that's only going to hurt you. Right. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to hopefully be better in five years' time. But like, it, it feels like I'm actually, I'll proudly say, look, it's 10 bucks and it's worth it. Yes. Right? That's that's the thing. It's like, because before, for past things, I'd be like, oh, this is, I hope you'd like to, li- you know, I hope you listen to it, you know, but I didn't have the confidence. And now I'm like, look, if you don't want to buy it, that's totally fine. Like, but but if you buy it, it's you worth your money. Time, you'll be I glad think. you bought you'll, it. Yeah, I think you'll have a good time. I like that. And online, social media. Uh, my name, just, you know. Eric Lampere. You'll see the spelling. There will be links to it in the show notes. Um, all right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bye. Love you. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.